Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Twist My Arm podcast. By the sounds of the music, you can tell that this is kind of going to be a little bit of a Nintendo special. We're pretty stoked to talk about everything that's happened this last week. So, anyway, um, we, like I said, we're Twist My Arm. Um, we talk about mostly Denver local music, stuff like that. Um, you can email your comments, questions to twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. Um, tonight, joining me, um, Kylie is back for this episode. Hi. How are you doing? Doing well. Good. Do good. Good. And Nate is back for this episode as well. How are you doing? Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa. <laughs> Sweet. Um, I don't speak uh, Spanish. So Mother of God, I, I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what's going on there. Um, so for if there's anyone out there that's a regular listener, um, there's been a few things that have happened over the last couple weeks with the podcast. We had a few technical difficulties um, with things being too large. I know some of you have that problem out there. I know I do. Um, but uh, we're back. Um, everything is fixed. We are good to go and move forward with What's happening? Um, just a couple little updates. I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna try and have some more local bands on here, um, more interviews. I had a lot of fun with Poets and Wolves last week, so I want to try and get some more bands on here, and eventually start doing some acoustic sets. Um, of course, if the bands are okay to do that or whatever. Um, I w I also am gonna start looking into getting the show on iTunes and maybe Spotify and some other some other places that make it easier to listen to the show um and possibly even youtube doing some live live podcasts i think that'd be kind of fun mm -hmm. just doing some live feeds and you know you'd still get the regular episode later but you could have a live facebook feed where you guys could all like watch and send in your questions or insults or whatever you want to send in <laughs> um, hmm. thirsty <laughs> um there is a possible expansion in the works um with uh, my friend Noelle, she was on one of the episodes a couple months back, and she lives in Portland, and she's thinking about getting a possible podcast going on up there, like a local Portland podcast, and joining on the Twist My Arm crew. So I don't know how soon that will be, probably not very soon, but it's definitely in the works. Um, so if anyone is listening from Portland, why don't you email me, and maybe we can you can help us out or something if you... I don't have. I don't know. Whatever. Nobody's listening from Portland. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Jesus. Not yet. <laughs> Not yeah. yet. So, like I said before, this is going to be a little bit of a Nintendo special. We have some cool stuff to talk about there. But there's also some news that sort of, kind of. I don't know. I didn't really pick any cool news things this week. Nothing about clowns or anything. Because, frankly, I just don't care <laughs> <laughs> anymore. Everything is political at this point you can't really turn a corner or go to any sort of site without seeing something political on there and i'm just over it i agree plus once you've had you know crazy clowns popping up everywhere <laughs> in the country as a news story yeah, yeah. it's really it's hard to old. top that high yeah like we have set the bar to a level where i mean step it up crazy <laughs> people whatever it is well, you're planning we talked about it last week. Did you hear about Batman? There was a guy in England dressing up as Batman, going around chasing the clowns. 
that is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> if you are listening so, in Portland and you want to dress up like Batman <laughs> and go chase clowns, please do it. Uh, actually, wherever you are, know. really. Record all of it, please. That'd be great. That's uh, that's actually inspiring. I'm glad someone's doing that. I know, right? That's inspiring. Hopefully, hopefully it'll get people to actually be Batman. So anyway, um, before we get to those news, I guess how how are you, Kylie? How you been last few weeks? Really good. It's anything new and exciting? Um, pretty well, much anything that I've said on here. Uh, yeah, stuff <laughs> we pretty much always talk about. But at yeah. least our, you know our house is coming together, which is real nice. And Indeed. I really like the job that I you know <laughs> I can't mention on the podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah, no mentioning of workplaces on I'm the podcast. I'm a stripper, so <laughs> a stripper for the Indeed. NSA. That is that is how it's we about as the classified show. and classy <laughs> as things can be. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'm glad that's not not real. Or is it? No. I wish that or was a job. Or is it? <laughs> how about you, Nate? Anything new with you? What's going on? Oh, you know, man. You always have the been, coolest shirts. That's such a tight shirt. You know, Boba Fett. Yeah, we got him here. He's <laughs> so the greatest awesome. bounty hunter in the galaxy. Almost said on the balcony. Yeah. That's not. I mean, whenever he, whatever balcony he's on, he's statistically on speaking, it. he's going to be <laughs> the best bounty yeah. hunter that was ever featured for ten minutes in three films, and yet is one of the most popular <laughs> yeah. characters from the entire like three hundred minutes. The span. whole series. Yeah. That's you know that's fine though because Boba Fett is my favorite character. He's pretty <laughs> sweet. I think that. Out of my collection, the most things that I have are Boba Fett or like Slave One or something like well, that. Well, has it been so. confirmed that he's getting his own movie yet? Because he's getting his own no. movie even if they haven't confirmed you know it. What they're, they're not going to pass right? that up. They're going to fu- – oh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. All right. Bit. Pause we'll on the get Star there. Wars talk. Yeah, because it's – All right. There's plenty of other <sighs> things to nerd out about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, with that, we'll move forward with the news, the brief news. I'm just going to keep it with all sorts of pop culture entertainment shit. So new Wolverine movie trailer, Logan – did you see that? I did not. Is it still Hugh Jackman? It is. It's no. his last really? one as Wolverine. Didn't he say that already? And well, yeah. So maybe his last no. one. He's Brett no. Favre in this thing. He said. I think he said before the second Wolverine movie that he wanted didn't want to do it forever. Oh, and then, okay. And then before they started even like filming this new one, he was like, "This is gonna be my last this one." Is, okay. So gotcha. Who's directing? Do you know? Is it like uh, this, not a Zack Snyder or anything like that? Is it Nick Nick Mangold? Maybe. Um, I don't know. I have all the info right here, but it's, did you ever read the old man Logan story? Uh, you know, I don't know if I ever did. I got really into, I was never super into comic books, but when I did get into comic books, I got really into X-Men okay. and specifically I got really into Wolverine and to Sabretooth. Okay. So I, it's not that I've hated the Wolverine movies thus far, but I keep waiting for a great Wolverine movie. Sure. And it, you know, this one looks like it's, it's going to be okay. Um, all right, get me pumped. That sounds okay. Hang on. Let me see. I can do something here. Since this is all tight now, I can do this. Pause. Unpause. Okay, so uh, we were able to just have Nate and Kylie and me watch the Logan trailer so we can talk about it now. All right. Um, 21st century what, shit there. Kylie, what are your immediate thoughts? I know you care so much about Wolverine. Uh, well, I <laughs> Um, but Sweet. again, you know, like you said, it's yeah. not something I'm super stoked on. I mean, right. 
What about you, Nate? What are your immediate <coughs> reactions? Thoughts? Well, I mean, it doesn't really show you much in the trailer. Like, obviously, that's a really good Johnny Cash cover of a Nine Inch Nails song, right? So that's one thing that has gone in his favor. But <laughs> is that um, no? So really, though, like, where is that supposed to take? place within his timeline is that towards the end of things is it's that based on the it's based on the old man logan trailer okay or the old man logan comic right book. right right. um and in that one they kill logan um okay. and he so it's it's like the end of his story basically it's like way and this is this is also i'm a little confused about this because patrick stewart is in it i'm assuming as professor x and if this is 100 years in the future i don't think he was alive then because he is pretty old. I mean, unless he just kept doing that thing where he sends his spirit to another body or sends his consciousness to another body, which is fucked up, by the way. <laughs> it's not like fair. <laughs> he's like, oh, this guy, this guy doesn't need his. He's a bad guy. I'll just take his body real quick, and then it'll slowly tran- transform into myself. Fuck that. It's bullshit. It's what a good skill to have. What gives him the right? <laughs> Playing God. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Wolverine, uh, the Old Man Logan story came out in June 2008, and it ran through September okay. 2009. Okay, so yeah, definitely not something <laughs> I was reading as a kid. No, it's it's very recent. Okay. It was Mark Miller was the writer. Uh, Mark Mark Miller was Volume One, and Volume Two was Brian Michael Bendis, and Volume Three was Jeff Lemire. Well, see, and it's just amazing to me because maybe I've missed it in. Uh, the Wolverine movies, but there's never been anything heavily focused on him and Sabretooth. Like, has there? Yeah, the, f- the first mean, Wolverine movie was. Was it how, like, yeah, completely, entirely, really? Or? Yeah, because w- they were, like, fighting the whole time. Okay, it's been a long and time it was since I've seen that. They they grew up as brothers or whatever. They kind of fucked the storyline a little okay, bit. Yeah. But they grew up as adopted brothers, and uh, then they got, I mean, I can't remember the movie exactly, but, I mean, they got, like, hired to go, or, picked up to go work with Stryker on a mutant team. And so that's where uh, Wade Wilson was and uh, a couple other mutants. Okay. I mean, and, and then they ended up doing experiments on them to, like, make them more powerful. Okay. And so that was kind of, like, the original Weapon X story or something. Because hmm. I just thought it was kind of cool comics, and maybe this was in getting into the Sabretooth comics, actually, now that but I think about Sa- it. But then Sabretooth stayed with Stryker and was, a, was like, his henchman. Okay. And so there was a lot of like animosity between Wolverine and Sabretooth and they they were, it was basically focused on them and why they hated each other. Right. Because Sabretooth was all about killing people and Wolverine was like, I don't really know if I want to I want to do something else. Well, see, that was the thing with back then at least in the Sabretooth comics is so much of what they were playing with is that like all the similarities between right. Wolverine and Sabretooth right. like in terms of not just their abilities but in terms of their anger and that type of thing. So right. The they, they have feel, that that rage. And the way that they almost even look at the world. It's just that the way that they choose to handle that, you know, is like the struggle of being contained <laughs> yeah. versus him almost being a little bit envious sometimes of Sabretooth just being sort of free and just, just off his Not chain. giving a fuck, just yeah. doing whatever he wants, yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, according to the movies, they, like, went through all the wars together and stuff. Like, hmm. they, I think they even started back at the fucking Revolutionary War or something like that, like, way back when. Because it starts way back in the past, and then Wolverine is all, it's like 200 years old or something. So was this, did it show in the trailer? Is this officially but like Marvel Studios? No, this is Fox. Oh, okay, because I, I was going to say, I didn't see that. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, let's see. Hmm. Oh, um, I got the uh, Wikipedia description here. 
And Old Man Logan is an eight-issue storyline from the Wolverine ongoing series by writer Mark Miller and artist Steve McNiven. Um, let's see. the. I'll, I'll read just a little bit of the plot. I don't want to like get too crazy about it. It's... Uh, looks like the United States has been conquered and divided among supervillains with territories belonging to the Abomination, Magneto, Dr. Doom. the Abomination? The Abomination. Okay, thank you for clarifying. Sorry, sorry. It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My friends, no let politics. me talk to you about the Abomination. No <laughs> politics. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so so the territories were belong to uh, the Abomination, Magneto, Dr. Doom, Red Skull, um... And uh, Red Skull has now named himself president. Heroes have been wiped out of existence with a few survivors in hiding. Logan lives with his wife and young children on a barren plot of land in Sacramento, California. Um, let's see. Yeah, it just, it, it just it, it's like him laying low, I guess, and like trying to stay out of everything. So, and it, it, according to this trailer, it looks like they're doing that exact storyline. Because hmm. in part of it, he's like, you know, talking to Professor X, and he's like, all the mutants are gone, like, everyone's dead, and whatever, blah, blah, blah. So it seems like they're going to kind of go that story route, and they're probably just going to kill him at the end. Interesting. You'd have to, like, vaporize so, him or really blow him up or something to kill him, wouldn't you? Uh, maybe. He doesn't have, like, a kryptonite, and but he, he has, much has regenerative But at powers. this point, he's so old, he has scars. Did you see that? I, like, in the trailer, I guess, he had yeah, scars. you're right. And so he's, st- he's getting more and more vulnerable. Hmm. As, as he gets older. He's becoming more human. Right. Um, gotcha. And I think it's a good way for Fox to end that fucking storyline. X-Men 1, 2, 3, you know, and then uh, they had the Wolverine series that all kind of sucked. And so with Days of Future Past, did you watch that one? Mm-hmm. Where they, they go back in time and it's all the Sentinels and all this stuff. No, I never did because I heard it that was they really fucked up... Um, what is the main sentinel like the the big motherfucker that was in charge of the sentinels basically well they didn't really have him in it yeah well i heard yeah which basically they fucked up the sentinels like which is, is what i heard fine cuz it was it was good enough i thought it was really good oh, okay. i, I own that okay. one i i really enjoyed that movie it um nice. it's they they went back in time and basically snapped the timeline they pulled a flash and just snapped it and so there was two different timelines and uh, I think kind of like the new Star Trek reboot. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so I think what they're going to do with this is end that timeline. They're going to kill Professor X in this timeline, kill Logan in this timeline, and then they'll go off of the Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, all that shit. Because all they just introduced Cyclops and Storm and uh, and uh, Jean Grey and all that stuff in in X Men Apocalypse. The and latest. At some movie. point, somebody's going to do the Phoenix Saga. I couldn't believe that. That's, that's their not plan. They went with they in. Did you see Apocalypse? Dude, you gotta see that one too. Right, it's pretty good. I mean, right. I mean, honestly, as, like X Men Three really turned me off. Oh yeah, it was bad. and then like I tried watching a couple of the Wolverines, and just couldn't really get into it. But. Days of Future Past did a really good job of resetting all of that. Okay, and being like, nah, fuck all that shit. Yeah, and so then Apocalypse go builds off that story, and it's a totally different you know timeline and shit. So then there's I don't know. I mean, and. It, Jean Grey does like release her powers like pretty vividly. Like <laughs> she gets crazy, you know. So I think the n- the plan, if they continue with this, they haven't like confirmed anything as far as another X Men movie. But I'm pretty sure that the rumors that I've heard and read are gonna be a Phoenix Saga. That would be awesome. Which, if they do it right, that'd be fantastic. That'd be great. 
Or what they could do is pull a Sony and just give it back to fucking Marvel mm-hmm. and then let Marvel introduce the X-Men into Phase 4 and then they can have, you know, Avengers I mean, versus the X-Men Phoenix saga, shit, I don't like want them to rush that. Like, and they also no, and that's they another thing. Full fucking insane is they could do a Phoenix saga with the Avengers and shit. Because weren't a lot of those... It wasn't like... Mm. A couple of those characters. There in. was like one or two of the more minor characters. I think were like in it. Yeah, but maybe like a couple of them. Yeah, but with them like rewriting all the stories and stuff, they could totally do a Phoenix oh, saga yeah, where the could. Avengers have to come in and you know they just get fucking destroyed by the Phoenix. Like, I think I don't know. That's never gonna happen. Fox is never gonna give up the rights to X Men or any of that shit. So, uh, I did hear that Wolverine might appear in Deadpool. Hmm. Maybe. Oh, Deadpool 2? The Deadpool 2, okay. yeah. Although the director just left today. I just read that. Oh, The really? director left the movie. Oh. So, uh, That's because of creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. Which... Ah, oh, that sucks. What did you think about Deadpool, Kylie? I thought it was, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's definitely got a lot of dude humor, <laughs> for sure. Dick and fart jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought it was pretty cool. It kept me interested the whole time, and I love Ryan Reynolds. Of course you <laughs> He's great. You would. <laughs> um, what about you? What did you think of Deadpool? So I don't usually cry in movies. Oh, God. No, I, I <laughs> laughed my ass off. I was crying in that movie, no joke. Like okay. I was laughing was, so was goddamn cool. hard. I mean, yeah, there was – it was very lowbrow. Yeah. Like very, but I loved all the self-referential humor. I love the self-awareness. I love the fact that, like, they actually <laughs> called him out when he goes to the X-Men mansion or Xavier's oh, mansion. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just Colossus and whatever her name was there, and that's it. Oh, He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, studio didn't want to spend any money and get any of the good mutants or some <laughs> yeah, shit. That's and right. like, that's <laughs> – fucking awesome <laughs> so it's you know, so true it was, though it was gonna i mean in an era where so many movies especially comic book movies take themselves way too seriously <laughs> yeah it was I fun agree. to see something that was just uh sort of immature i agree with that for sure so it was i would be more than happy to go see two or three more friggin dead right movies. and now that they've made money on that first one they definitely have the opportunity to get more characters to come in mm-hmm. and be a part of it which would be great too. Hell yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, Wolverine, Logan. Uh, you know, I I'll, I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the theaters. I don't know by that trailer. I don't know. I might yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it, it maybe you know if another I, another trailer comes out and it's good, maybe I'll watch it. But I didn't really even like the old man Logan story, the comic story. So why would I go watch a movie about it? <laughs> um, but speaking of. Uh, never mind. This next one is about Red Dead Redemption 2 uh-huh. coming out. Yeah. Did you ever play that, Nate? Red Dead? Oh, my God, yeah. Did you ever play Red Dead Revolver on the Wii, Kylie, or Red Dead Redemption on the PlayStation? I didn't, no. No? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's about? No. Okay, Red Dead Redemption basically is a sequel to Red... Was it Red Steel or Red Dead Revolver? It was, it was Red Dead Revolver and then okay. Red Dead Redemption. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it was a sequel and it's based in the Wild West and you're like a bounty hunter kind of guy. Okay. And, and it's a Grand Theft Auto. John Marston. Oh, my God, John Marston. He's yeah. my hero. He's my yeah. fucking hero. Sounds like a cowboy name. Uh, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> it's it's actually surprisingly well. I did not really enjoy Red Dead Revolver that much on the Xbox. Like, it just was, I never it was even a cool played idea. It. But it was, from my memories of it, I think it was mostly just kind of duels. Yeah. That was really it. I never but played it, so I never got a... Like, opinion. have you ever played San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Absolutely. You know how there's that just insane variety of shit to do in that game? Mm-hmm. This is a more modern game and more fun 
in some ways, I think, just because I love old Western stuff. Oh, my God. But it has that same insane variety of shit to do. I mean, you can go gamble. You can go You play that the game flowers, with the, with the, the knife thing, right? Where you, like, put your hand oh, down. Oh, yeah. And do that. That's, uh, I remember I actually played that game so much to the point where I got the uh, – so there's different outfits you can wear that give you different perks. Oh, yeah, to that's the point right. Where you, you got, like, the, the duster where you could and see the who at the – poker table was bluffing oh and that i wanted that one so bad infinite money it took nice. it, it, it took, took a such, long yeah time. i bet because you had did. to make like a shit ton of money playing poker to get it right you had to sit there and play poker for so long that Fuck why would that. you want to cheat at poker afterwards yeah like, i so. i played red dead redemption a lot i beat it probably two or three times yeah like different and you know i did all the different variations of it and like even though i don't think they were i mean you, i tried to do it but it was the same ending every time think yeah i never remember getting an alternate ending from that although i don't know if i played this whole game more than once uh, but uh you know just the sheer i mean it's all southern california and then you go down into mexico, into mexico and yeah. all this stuff and there's like the banditos or, oh my god um you know that's it's, uh it was so such yeah, a the fun second game. one man i'm excited definitely that's uh and as my buddy pointed yes. out last night uh it's the first game rockstar has made for the new console for the new generation yeah I, which is going to be tried great to correct him about grand theft auto 5 but he reminded me that was actually a ps3 and xbox 360 game yeah and more so for pc as well mm-hmm. they they made it and they made it better for ps4 yep um but they had it come out on 360 and ps3 just because that was what was around at the time obviously mm-hmm. but the the engine was more for a pc so it oh. ran better on a pc when it first came out right and then when ps4 came out it you know, obviously they it fixed all the much shit. So they, exactly. So I had it on both systems. Yeah. And I liked it on PS3, but I enjoyed it even more on PS4. Exactly. So just um, think how good Red Dead's going to be on PS4. Oh, man. Yeah. And Red Dead Redemption, the, the first one came out, what, fucking seven years ago or something Some like that? Some shit like that, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much bigger, too. I can't wait to just go run around in that atmosphere, in that, like, environment and just skin animals. Did they announce a release time. date? Uh, August. Okay, so August 2017. I would say add six months to that. Oh yeah, for just sure. To be realistic, because yeah. it's Rockstar. And yeah, they they always so stall maybe and they'll bust their ass and try and get it out before Christmas I, next year. But yeah, I thought Grand Theft Auto came out in August though too. Don't, don't don't the Rockstar games usually come out in the fall sometime? Like no, they pushed it back to October. They it did. It was supposed yeah, to come out so. in like the summer, and then they pushed it to fucking October, and it came out at the end of that month. Yeah. Oh yeah, but no, I'm really excited about this, and I'm sure you're excited to, to watch me play it, Kylie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <I'm> so excited. <laughs> no, it's really. F- th- I mean, the story they had in the first one was great. Yeah. So I'm. I would imagine that this one, you know, would be better. Um, there'll be a lot more shit to do, like you were saying. It'll be. It'll well, be it bigger. really was, and like all the stuff with your son and everything in the first one was right. And so I wonder. I haven't. I haven't read anything about this yet. I probably should have. I you know. I, I kind of like to avoid a lot of that. Yeah, the spoiler stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, do I'll you think it's going to be his son? But I, I think logically, yeah, because I mean, he. he spoiler alert: He dies in the first yeah, game. Yeah. And like, yeah. how many games do you play where your main character doesn't make it to the end of the story? Very few, right? So yeah, that's true. It's, it was a bold choice. I remember thinking, like, wow, that's it true. keeps going. So, well, I bet I, you know what it's going to be is it's going to be the sun doing – it's going to be called – it's probably going to be called Red Dead Revenge Ooh. when it when it actually comes out. that's I'm fucking calling it right now. I'm fucking calling it. I called Donald Glover being Lando Calrissian. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I called that, like, weeks ago, though. I remember that. 
Hey, fuck. There he is. Lando. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to be Red Dead Revenge because oh, it's going to be about... Glover. Yes. I'm Did I say here, Danny? No, I'm, sorry. I'm sitting here thinking Danny Glover, and I'm like, why do I want to watch that movie? Oh. This <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah. But no, I, I think it's going to be about his son, and he's going to be taking revenge on all the dudes that hunted down yeah, his dad. And that could very gonna... well be the case. It'll be good, though. It'll, it'll and be then fun. they'll make a sequel to his story. Although, you know at the same mean? time, they could totally go in a different direction. It could just be somebody Everybody completely different. Everybody, for sure, when they saw GTA Five trailer the first time, thought for sure that was CJ and the oh, dude from Vice right. City. That's right. And uh, that Trevor was the guy from GTA Three. That's right. And, uh, you know, it turned out to be three completely different yeah. characters. So they they were kind of based on the same like I what they looked like. But to that same point, I wonder will this just be one character? Because that added a whole level to that's true. GTA Five of having multiple characters. I think I think it'll be just one character. I I liked the multiple character thing, but then that just forced me to play it so many fucking times. It, it and it, and it forced me to start it over and play it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because no, I know like what you mean. I, I'm okay with different endings when I can save before and then do the different ending every time. Yeah. I don't want to have to play through the entire 40-hour story three different times just to get all three different endings and then go start fucking around, you know? I want to play it once and then fuck around and, and 100% it, you know? That just added so much more time True. into playing it. So I'm, I'm hoping they don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not hoping necessarily one way or the <laughs> other. I'm just wondering. I never thought about that until just now. Yeah, it just... I don't know. Hmm. I'm it's probably be an the awesome only one. Game. Yeah, I'm probably the only one that's complaining about don't three characters. Don't pre-order games, but go ahead and pre-order this game. I probably will. Yeah, probably, I don't pre-order I'll games, but I will pre-order this one. I'll probably do that thing where I pre-order it and then it downloads immediately at midnight or whatever when it comes. Oh out. yeah, the pre-install thing. Yeah. Um. Or I, or I've if yet, I I've yet to do that. If I can pre-order it in time, I'll probably get a beta version of it too. Yeah. So. Um. Very cool. Speaking of, uh, what was I just gonna say about? Fucking video games. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was dumb. Um, <laughs> okay. Make so sure to keep that part in here. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. Excellent. Just because it's... it's I don't know, man. I'm enjoying... I haven't been doing a lot of editing on the last couple podcasts. Um, and I enjoy the whole, like, all the fuck-ups and stuff. And mm-hmm. then... It's fun. And then hopefully the people that are listening keep listening. Because then they can see, like, the growth <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Well and and then eventually, after 200 episodes, it'll be mistake-free. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you were talking about um, something earlier, I was just thinking about how, you know, how long it took you to edit, like, the first episode. Oh, God. And, like, yeah. Compared to now, you know? Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was just getting to know all the equipment and stuff. Exactly. It takes right. forever to so get the, to know the, all this the shit. The first job I got editing after college, uh, I went to the interview and everything, and I'm trained on all these programs and everything. I get to the end, and he's like, so do you know how to use Video Toaster? I've never even heard of this fucking thing in my life. And I'm like, yeah, but of course, definitely. I, I helped <laughs> create Video Toaster. Definitely. Yeah, I job. Right? Like, yeah. Hire me, hire me. So you're saying how long it took you the first time. Eventually, I got to the point where I could edit a game in about two hours. Oh. The first game, I started editing it about three in the afternoon. I got done at five in the morning. Oh, Jesus. And as a contractor, you get paid $65 either way. So once I got it down to two hours, good money. Right. Yeah. 12, 13 hours, 14 hours, not so hot. No. Right. Yeah, you got to learn. Once you learn it, though, that shit's actually really and, easy. And, yeah, it's getting it's getting a lot easier for sure. Good. Um, luckily. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going to make money on this, which is fine with me, but. Uh, you know, come on. Who wants to sponsor me? Anyone listening right now want to sponsor me? Do something like that. You can pay for my SoundCloud fee. I'm paying for you guys to listen to this. 
I mean, with Which how I much have no we problem plug with. it, I honestly, love you, guys you would listening. think that this <laughs> shit should be sponsored by Disney. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, that's that this, really this shit brought to you <laughs> by Disney is yeah. just a fucking great tagline. Yeah, it's true. And Disney's a fucking great company. There's a lot of podcasts that I listen to that, you know, are like Star Wars based that have yeah. some ties with some other stuff, and that's that's great. Um, Rebel Force Radio. There you go. You're welcome, guys. They're f- they're really fun. <laughs> they have a lot of good insight and stuff, and like. I don't know if they're, I don't know if, I don't think they're sponsored by Disney, but they're still really fun to listen to. Mm -hmm. There was a, when I first started listening to podcasts a couple years ago, there was a, uh, the first one I ever listened to was a fucking Star Wars, Star Wars podcast. Um, What was it called? Uh, I can't even remember now, but it's, it's disbanded. Like they, they don't do the show anymore. the, The four guys that did it, but it was like a collection of podcasts. So they had. And I was listening to this before even uh, Disney bought Star Wars. So they were, like, doing all their fun little, like, they'd read a Star Wars book that had just come out. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, this is great, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully they'll make a movie again sometime soon. You know, and and then when the fucking news that the movie dropped came out, it just, like, started this huge craze on that podcast. Like, they got so popular. And then I think I think something happened where they had to shut it down because of Disney. Because Disney was getting their own podcast out. And they didn't want them to talk about that shit anymore. Wow. That but sucks. But then again, they're still doing, and they still do this too. They do an indie cast for Indiana Jones. And they still make that one, the two guys that do that one. Which is funny because it's they're doing the same thing. They just keep talking about Indiana Jones. Which there's not even any books to talk about with Indiana Jones. You just they are making another yeah, movie though. They are making another movie now. And so they do have things to talk about now. But beforehand, yeah, even, like even, before, even before Star Wars, like all that shit happened, you know, or... I guess I guess when they bought Lucas Lucasfilm, everyone on that show was like, "Okay, all right, let's do this now." Okay, so did they get the rights to Indiana Jones or what? And, and now they now they still talk about it. So, did they get the rights to Indiana Jones? Yeah, they Disney got, owns that now. Yeah, they own everything. Lucas Arts, everything. George Lucas sold everything, short of Lucas Ranch, I think, or Skywalker. And, Ranch. and you know what the insane thing is too is that I just don't, I don't understand that. Because he was already so oh my rich. God. Well, he donated half that to charity. But I his he kids could have donated ninety percent of it, and he still would have been so and he, he rich. Did. He didn't he, need to he, sell Star Wars. I would have a hard time letting go of Star Wars. He donated like eighty five percent or something. I believe. Do you think maybe I he didn't want the like that. responsibility or the pressure of owning Star Wars anymore? Do you think that had anything to do with it? Um, I don't know. I want them to come out with something that explains all of that. I yeah. want him. I want him to say like. How that all came about, like, did Kathleen Kennedy walk up to call George Lucas and was like, hey, you want to go out to lunch sometime and maybe talk about some Princess Leia or something? And, like, proposed, you know, well, that to make another movie. And then he just started, th- he's like, yeah, like, okay, sure. And then he's like, but I really don't want to direct it because Jar Jar and, like, everybody hates me now. And So I think, I think it was a little bit of the pressure. But I think everybody I think it was a little bit of, of Jar Jar? well because he just he really just I think people weren't too happy with him because of the prequels but I don't know that he felt like he couldn't well, make another Jar movie Jar but just or what? because the I think story he didn't was just want to so make more movies oh, okay. honestly as far as the prequels and go I, yeah I just think after he made the f- those six movies I don't think he wanted oh, to make yeah. any more well I mean so back in the seventies he had said that he had plans for nine movies yeah there was a four five and six a one two and three and then a seven eight and nine. Which would have been totally different movies, because honestly, if you go back and you watch episode four in a bubble, oh, yeah. a lot of the stuff that happens in five and six and supposedly happened in one, two, and three clearly wasn't 
there yeah. when he did four. Yeah, I know. So like, he had to have written that shit along, like, after Empire came out or something. He started thinking about the ideas. But then yeah. again, like, I mean, how do you fuck up your own story? I'm sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent. But how do you fuck up your own story <laughs> by killing off the mother and clearly having Princess Leia in fucking Return of the Jedi say that she remembers her mother being very beautiful and, like, that she would sing to her and shit uh-huh. like that? Wh- yeah. wh- why? Yeah. How could, like, that is so blatantly, like, Fuck you. It's like, not only is it my story, but I'm going to fuck it up because I hate all of you. Like, what? Yeah, no, that always bothered me because <laughs> like, that just doesn't even add up. No. But, I mean, even the idea of the first time that uh, Luke meets Obi-Wan and he's explaining to him oh, yeah, who Vader all that is. Stuff. I, don't, I don't know if Vader was his father then. He wasn't. He, they, the thing they was made the way that... that he says it is he's like, Vader, you know, was – Betrayed by the dark side of the force, right? And, and then this, they had that, to, and the other, and then like, they had to backtrack. Instead of being like, "Oh, and by the way, he's your father, and uh, he likes wearing <laughs> dark, and yeah. we left you on his home planet where we found him, and you still have yeah. the same last name." We didn't think this through. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I mean, there's no way Luke would have made it to that age. No. He was 19 like, in yeah, a new and hope. he would have gotten killed as a baby, like, because oh, they dude. took him. You don't take him to the home planet of. That same guy. I mean, isn't that the same, the first place that Vader would have gone looking for his kid? Well, he thought they were all dead. Yeah, I guess. They, they made it yeah. seem like um, when Padme died, the kids died as well. Like, that's what Emperor Palpatine, you know? Oh, like, yeah, and that's why he it seems that it the seems that oh God. No! Oh, it's the you fucking the worst. Are you I pulling am right that now. up? I am. Uh, it's and the only good thing to come out of that ending scene. I didn't, oh Do you remember God, how loud it was? Were so you at, fucking did your audience laugh in the theater when you were there? Because <laughs> our audience laughed. I did. Like, I laughed God. for I sure. I don't know if I laughed or not. I think I might have just been in absolute shock. It was one of the. I mean, I was. I was doing it afterwards. As soon as he did it, I was just like fucking. <laughs> I stood up and did <laughs> that in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I think that's another thing with Lucas too. Is, is he's one of those people that. People got scared to tell him no. Yeah. <laughs> People got scared to say that to him. Yeah. And so That's gonna go every time he has a bad idea, <laughs> people just say, yeah, George, sounds great. Let's do it. You yeah. Know, is this annoying? Like, excuse me. Like, no. Roll with it, George. It's gold. Yeah, go. It's fine. It's good. Somebody should have stopped that train. At least gotten fired from the set oh my for God. saying, like, George, we can't, we can't do this. He probably, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> then again, everybody told him Chewbacca was a terrible idea, and Chewie's awesome. Oh, my God. But I, I mean, man, I bet when George Lucas called Steven Spielberg to like to be like, hey, do you want to help me make these movies? Steven Spielberg was just like. <laughs> awesome. Because like, <laughs> he knew it was just going to be garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Speaking of Star Wars, let's move on to the Star Wars news. All right. All right. Um. So, first bit of news, I'll just I'm going to try and go through this as quick as I can. I I just watched the new episode of Rebels before you came over. And uh it was really good. I really like this season of Rebels. I'm really hoping that it's going to lead up to Rogue One. <coughs> um they're doing some pretty cool shit with tying old stuff with new stuff. You know what I mean? With tying like Princess Leia and they brought Wedge Antilles in last week. And uh, who was the other guy? Um, one of the dudes that died in the first Death Star run, Hobby. Hmm. I think, or maybe maybe Hobby died in the goddamn uh, 
snow speeder thing on Empire Strikes Back. But either way, like they introduced these characters as young. They were stormtroopers before, and they defected from the Empire to the Rebels. And uh, that was that was a fun episode to see seeing a young Wedge Antilles. <laughs> he was one of the f- most famous fucking pilots in the entire Star Wars galaxy. Good right? old Wedge. I know. I'm surprised they didn't put him back in to Episode Seven. They brought that stupid little thing back, Neum Num from uh, from uh, Return of the Jedi, hmm. the one that just fucking <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, so there's this Wedge. There's Biggs. There's what was it? Porkins. Is Porkins the one that was Porkins. like, can't pull up, <laughs> yeah. right? Like even in Star yeah. Wars, they've got the fat guy that's like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he looked like he had a mustard stain on his fucking rebel outfit. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? What was I talking about? We were talking about the new Star Wars. Universe. God damn it. Oh yeah, in in Rebels and stuff. Yeah. So last episode was the one with Wedge and all that stuff where they introduced them, and then. This episode, I think they called it the last battle, but I'm calling it Revenge of the Droids because it's because I think that's cooler. Hire me, Disney. Fuck you. Um, but in this episode, Rex is back. Rex from the Clone Wars. Um, he's here and doing like some some fighting and shit. Actually, it's pretty cool. He's like the main character in this. Um, basically, they go to this planet to find uh, supplies for the Rebel Alliance, and they um, it's it's like an old Clone Wars battleground where like a bunch of shit happened during the Clone Wars. And so while they're rummaging through all the shit, they get captured by a droid like battalion, a stray droid battalion. <laughs> and he they're they're all led by an advanced intelligence droid, I think is what they call it. And he's all like super tactical genius kind of thing. And um he basically this droid challenges them to an old school Clone Wars battle where it's um, one of the, th- it's the clone Rex and his two Jedi friends versus like an entire battalion of droids. And if they win, if, you know, if they survive the test, then their friends live. And if they, you know, if they don't survive, then everybody dies pretty much. So like pretty, pretty bleak, but pretty predictable sort of storyline. Obviously it's a kid show, so you probably can so guess ob- what happens. Obviously everyone dies to teach kids important lessons. Yeah. Don't Listen be to stupid. Your parents or everyone gets <laughs> killed by semi-autonomous yeah. robots. Show end. Rebels is over now. That's that's how they ended it. Just fucking, they just Faded started. Black, they, they, they started it. running towards the. <laughs> they started running towards the droids, and it fucking went straight to black. And it said, "Stay in school." Thanks for watching. No, I'm kidding. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> they obviously kick the shit out of the droids. They get through everything. Um, but while they're fighting the destroyer droids, they uh, you know this, I'll call him Captain Droid Ass. Captain Asteroid, that's what I'll call him. Asteroid. The <laughs> How is that not a thing? That's awesome. It probably is. Yeah. There's probably, probably some sort of porn be. shop that fucking sends off. The Asteroid Dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so he sends off these droid destroyers, and they have them surrounded, and they're about to kill everybody. And then the droids, like, fail. Basically, they run out of battery. And just, like, and they're like, oh, well, shit, let's just keep going, you know? And they run towards the bridge, and it's it's a... Really cool, like, throwback to episode three when Anakin and Obi-Wan run into the bridge where General Grievous is. Okay. And Emperor Palpatine is. It's That's kind of like that. That's the best parts of the original trilogy. Yeah, because. The, the prequel trilogy. Right. They, uh, when they, you know, when these characters came in, who's played by Freddie Prince Jr. and his Padawan and then uh, the, the clone guy, when they run into the bridge, you know, they confront the droid and, and they're like, you know, well, we won. We fucking made it. And he's like, no, you lost. He's like, you totally lost. And 
you know, the fucking senior Jedi. He's like, what are you talking about? Freddie Prince Jr. is all trying to be badass. He's like, no, we totally won. That's bullshit. And his Padawan is like, no, we lost because those droids were going to kill us, but they ran out of battery, so we technically lost. And the droid is like, yes, all the technicality. <laughs> you guys lose, and we must kill all of you. Meanwhile, the Empire comes and attacks them, and, and they destroy some AT-AT walkers in a pretty cool fashion. Like the droids and the... Basically, the Empire shows up, and the little Padawan Jedi convinces the droids that they need to join up with each other so they can defeat this little, you know, so they can escape. And the, the way they do it, because the intelligence droid is like, well, my fucking droids are terrible shots. Like, they're not going to be able to do anything. So, so the Jedi make perfect stories. <laughs> yeah. So the Jedi were like, "All right, well, we'll just stand here, and you guys just aim aim at us." They're like, "You droids, like sit at cover and aim at us and shoot at us, and we'll deflect the bullets towards the stormtroopers." Nice. Which was pretty cool. Like this whole last battle sequence was pretty fucking cool because they like, they did that, you know, and and then meanwhile these other droids are like rolling these giant bombs out to the feet of the ATAT walkers. And so then they deflect the bullets into those bombs and, like, destroy the walkers and, like, a whole bunch of empire people. And then they escape, and that's the end of the episode. So it's pretty cool. I wish that Thrawn was in more of this. I, wa- I just want more Thrawn so bad. I want him in there so bad. I want his, I want his beautiful blue face to wreak havoc. On everybody. This show just <laughs> got kind of dark. Yeah. I <laughs> want me some Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Give me some of that Thrawn. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it with that. Uh, the other thing, oh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Donald Glover as Lando. Um, and he's getting his own movie, right? His no, standalone, he's like, Lando movie? No, he's joining no? With, with the Han Solo standalone movie. Oh, okay, because I was thinking about that. I'm like, what? Like... So okay, so that makes more so sense. So he's going to be a supporting actor for the standalone Han Solo movie, which I believe is going to be, um, it's going to have Boba Fett in, his, in it as well. Well, Han and Lando clearly had had so many adventures and that well, kind of yeah. shit. It's almost like an Indiana Jones type situation where you could do so many stories totally. from earlier in their life about this crazy shit that they just reference in the other movies. Right. And I think, I, I mean, I think this is, they're going to try and do the whole Chewie thing. They're going to introduce Chewie in this one and like show why Chewie owes Han a life debt. I think they'll clear that up in this Han Solo spinoff. Hopefully it has something to do with life day. <laughs> God damn it. Um, wow, I just lost it. God damn it. <laughs> Let's sing oh yeah, the Chewie. life day song. I hope <laughs> no. We said. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> a day of peace. What is that? What is that? Do you have that on here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all right. <laughs> Not a lot of uh, life days. An important day. Um, right? You sit around and you watch porn. Oh God, that's clearly what they do on life day. I guess, maybe. Is that what they do? That's, have you seen I the Star know, Wars special? I don't know special? what life day is. No. No. Okay. No. I wish we. Could it's pause a Star this Wars special. An, uh, the Star Wars like Christmas special. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With when day. Boba Fett was introduced and all that. Yeah, shit, the Boba cartoon. Fett was introduced in the cartoon mm-hmm. and. And he was like blue. Chewie's dad sits around and watches all that like porn yeah. with Jefferson Starship in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Let's talk about that. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, hopefully they bring Chewie in. They introduce that. But then I also think that it's gonna have something to do with both. So Fett. why do you think he owes I him life debt? I think. I mean, my prediction is that it's gonna be Boba Fett has Chewie hostage, and by default, Han Solo saves Chewie, and so Chewie starts following him around. And uh, 
he's like, I owe you a life debt. I was going to die. Like, I owe you a life debt. And Han Solo's like, no, fuck off. Go away. Go away. But, like, Chewie has to stay by his side. So I think Lando's going to be his partner at first. And then some, they'll have some sort of falling out. And then Chewie will, like, step up somehow. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I think he's going to, like, either him or Lando or maybe Lando just captures him. But one of them is going to, like, capture Chewbacca, I think. Okay. And kind of treat him like shit. Yeah, I can see that. And be taking him somewhere to turn him in. And then somehow Chewie's going to end up saving their asses at well, that point. And, like, maybe that's where <laughs> Chewie gets his bolt caster from as he grabs that off of somebody. But then that would mean that Han owed him a life debt. If Chewie's saving Han... And that would mean Han would owe Chewie life debt. So, like, I'm I'm uh, thinking it's going to yeah, be I more. Mean, they're going to have their to asses save. And he decides to free him. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, does he ever say he owes him a life debt? Where does it say that? Uh, when does he say? Did they say that in Empire? Yeah, I believe so. Maybe it was even in, uh, no, it was in A New Hope when they're talking to Obi-Wan and Luke in the bar. All right. I think he's like, it's called a life debt, kid. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, so, yeah, all right, I don't know. You might be right. You might be right. I don't know. I we'll see. I hope it's something cool like that. I And I also hope Boba Fett is in it because they need to make him, <laughs> like, live up to the expectation of him being a badass. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's – everyone's like, I love Boba Fett, and he doesn't do anything. He holds up his dad's severed head in the fucking Clone War in Episode 2. <laughs> Starts crying. Right, and even in the <laughs> even in the new one, like what he he makes a deal with Lando in order to get Han, so he didn't really do anything no, there. No, and then he uh, was in a new hope. Eaten by he was in the, the deleted scenes of the New Hope, just kind of standing there. Though, yeah, right? like guarding yeah, Jabba, and then he was in Jabba's palace, and he did get eaten okay. by the Sarlacc. So he didn't he didn't do shit though. Yeah, you like see him at because um, Darth you see Darth Vader hiring him, and then. Um, him going off to, f- um, you know, Lando or whatever. And the next time you see him, or no, he's following the, the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. He, you know, y- they they go off in the garbage thing in Empire. The the Falcon attaches to the back of the Star Destroyer, and then when they release the garbage, they float off with it. And then when they're flying away, you see the Slave One chasing after him. Right, right. And at that point, you don't know who it is when you first see it. Spoiler alert, kids. Um, in case you've never seen the original Star Wars. Yeah, but then you know he follows them to. Uh, Cloud City, and then at that point, I think he calls Darth Vader, and Darth Vader comes in and makes a deal. I had no, I had no choice. Fuck you, Lando. Lando was a dick. Cold Forty Five was great though. I don't, I don't drink it anymore. That's why I said was. <laughs> um, yeah, God, a lot of, lot of important shit going on here, you know. Um, Donald Glover is Lando. I think it's gonna be great. Do you know who Donald Glover is, Kylie? Yeah, didn't we just talk about this last night? Yes, Childless Gambino. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and he was in Community, mm-hmm. and he was just in The Martian. Well, I'm definitely very uh, familiar with Childless Gambino. Yeah. Most definitely. And I love Childless Gambino. Not that that says anything to his acting skills. Exactly. But yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yet. but he's he's a great <laughs> artist. But so it's definitely really cool. It's the same dude. Yeah. And I, I fucking love that. I think it was, what, two albums maybe? Or just the one album? I don't know. But one of them is really good, and I listen to it all the time. Fantastic. He's um he's one of those people that I hold in high regards, like like Sage Francis, just really okay. really talented and really yeah. like not necessarily political, but I mean I suppose talks about things. He's got that his stance. Actually matter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but I think it'll, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a good Lando, and that's not just because he's black. Although bold sure. choice, Hollywood. Although. <laughs> 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 I was thinking Disney was gonna try and incorporate, you know, like sex changes into the new Star Wars, and it was gonna be a woman named Landa, and then <laughs> she was gonna get a sex change and change her name to Lando. <laughs> I would I would be okay with that. I don't even know. <laughs> I I have no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> and not just because I'm trying to be PC. If I would <laughs> if I wanted to be take that to an inappropriate place. Well, there there were she rumors. She lost me at transgendered. <laughs> like what? There were rumors that Poe Dameron and Finn were gay. That they were gonna have the love story of this of the new <laughs> the new trilogy. Like, at first, it was like, oh, Finn and Ray are going to fall in love. And then it was like, well, actually, did you see the way that Poe was looking at Finn? Like, (laughs) (laughs) I think think there's a little bit of uh, homophobic tension going on between Finn and Finn. Would it be homophobic? I unfortunately don't think that uh, anybody would let that happen. What? Them introduce a gay character? Yeah, something like uh, controversial like that. I don't think that they'd do it. Do you really think Disney would care? Kind of. Uh, yeah. They have actually, so much money, though. And and they're always trying to find new audiences. What better, <laughs> you know? They don't really need to find much, many more audiences. So, mm, like, that would just give maybe. that community so much more incentive. And then Disney would... Shelby would be stoked. <laughs> I know. So many... Well, and then that's how they're going to take over the world. First they get... First they get the job, then they get the khakis, then they take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> And by the khakis, I mean the followers or something. I don't know. That was metaphorical. <laughs> that, was, that was a stretch. <laughs> a pretty far stretch. Um, I don't think there was anything else as far as Star Wars news goes. That was about it for me. Um, I'm going to try something a little different this episode. And I'm going to introduce the band that's going to be on. Instead of doing an editing at the end and and introducing all the bands and telling you know who they are and stuff at the end and sometimes these podcasts get a little long so <coughs> after a three and a half hour long podcast you're like okay i'm done i don't fucking care anymore so right i i want to try and start putting these songs and bands into the show right now instead of editing it later so i'm going to start with the band hold fast um god let me bring up their information i think they're from Greeley. Poets and Wolves um, actually introduced them to me last week when they were on the show. Well, they went—they didn't talk about them on the show, but while we were chatting at some point in time, they were. I was like, "Dude, I need bands. I need bands. Do you know anyone?" And they just rattled off a bunch of different, bunch of different band names. So um, I emailed all of them, and Holdfast was the first one to get back to me. So I decided they would be the first ones to be featured on the show today. Fair enough. Um, just bringing up their information. Um, I, I, I don't even remember if they're from Greeley or not. Or from, uh, let's see, Musician Band, Facebook. Yay, Facebook. Yay. <laughs> um, basically, from, uh, Munich, from where? Close. From where? Germany, Munich? yeah, no. Not uh, is that not what it says? Where? What? Munich, Germany. Is that what it says? I can't I see. I don't can't see where it says. Here. Why are you believe in what I'm Let's saying? Let's see. It looks <laughs> looks like they're from the nine seven zero. So ah, oh, Fort Collins. There it is. Finally, oh. Jesus. 
Okay, yes. so. I was close. Wow, finally. We have Munich, Germany. <laughs> I was so close. I was right there, man. Have you ever been there, by the way? Fort Collins? Definitely. No, <laughs> I'm <talking about> Munich. <laughs> I have not, have you? I have. And really? It's, like, it's very, very awesome. They I have would the, like to go. There's a place that's called the Hofbrau House, which, you know, they have Hofbrau certain whatever other or others in the nation or whatever, but um, they've got the best motherfucking beer. Uh, in Germany? Uh, that does, that's doesn't surprise me at it's all. It's the best. Well, the Hoffa Hoff Hoff House in particular. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it dark? Is it all dark out there and like really strong beer? Um, no. Uh, actually, we had so you know you there's wheat beers. I'm sure we've all had a wheat beer. This beer that I tried there in particular was a white beer, and it was white wheat. You know what I mean? Um, and so I, I yeah, I was like, what? I never heard it before, but it was the best beer. And my mom hates beer. She loved it. And uh, my uh, my dad used to live there for wheat. a little while when he was younger, and Munich, Germany huh. is fucking sweet. So, you know, and I can't necessarily plug the restaurant because the food is, you know, whatever. <laughs> but Helga's, I don't know if you've ever been there. They um, have a lot of German beers there. So if you're yeah. going just for the beer, go to Helga's definitely. Where's okay. it at? And uh, not too far from here, actually. Yeah. You can get uh, Cola Weiss, which is like half cola and half uh, wheat beer. Yeah. And that sounds kind of like, I don't know necessarily. It's it pretty, pretty good. Pretty uh, good. Helga's. Helga's, yeah. Helga's German, uh, um, German restaurant. Helga's German restaurant. If you type in Helga's <laughs> German and you find something else, Helga's German, fill in the blank. That's probably still <laughs> worth your time. <laughs> okay. Um, it says it's in Aurora. Yep. Does that sound yeah, about right? So it's actually over by the uh, Aurora Mall or whatever mall that is over there. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the one right off of 225. Okay. Um, yeah. So not too far from here. Yeah. Exposition two twenty five. Okay. Yeah. 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 I know what that is. Oh man. Cool. That part of Aurora is not the funnest. Helga's I was actually there to watch them. Uh, I was by the Denver School of Massage uh, Brazil, Therapy. like seven to one in the World oh, Cup. Oh, nice. Uh, that nice. was uh, probably the coolest place in Colorado to be when that happened. I bet any sort of German bar at that point would have been great. Um. All right. So. Now that we've cleared up about Germany and how good the beer is, definitely those that just what we wanted to talk great. about. You're welcome um, for keeping us on topic. Yes, Sorry. and thank you guys for keeping everyone distracted while I get my shit together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the band right now, and it's gonna be by it's uh it's, it's the band is called Holdfast. They're from Fort Collins. Um, the song is called Because of You, and like let's Kelly see. Clarkson. What like, like Kelly Clarkson? Because of you. Oh, <laughs> get, get out of here. <laughs> Muted. <laughs> <laughs> I have the power. That's a second mute for singing awesome <laughs> songs in yeah. the last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this song is called Because of You, and their next show is Friday, October 21st, which was yesterday, so never mind. So no, never mind. Um, if you were there, good for you. Yeah, it was at Illegal Pizza in Fort Collins, which I love Illegal Pizza, oh by God, the way. Illegal Pizza is the shit. Yeah, and oh it doesn't yeah. and it doesn't look like they have any uh, anything scheduled any anytime soon after yesterday. So pull fast, because of
That is right, ladies and gentlemen. The Cubs have won tonight against the Dodgers and advanced to the World Series for the first time since 1945. You guys know what that means. This is our sports section. <laughs> um, once again, just to, just to clarify, the last band that uh, was on, the one that just played, was Hold Fast. And the song was called Because of You. So now, moving on to the Cubs. Fantastic. Happy for them. What do you think, Nate? It's impressive. It's very impressive. I mean, you know, it's kind of cool to see. It's, it's bittersweet when you see somebody, like, talented, like Dexter Fowler, you know, go from... An obscure from team a, like the Colorado Rockies team, yeah, to, to, you know, and then, I mean, uh, up until recently, even you saw Tulo competing yeah. in, in the deeper was, into the playoffs, really you know, for, so, I mean. I was really rooting for the Jays. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> it's cool. I think that as, as I was kind of joking with you beforehand, and I really don't know how to feel about the curse or the not curse, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it is insane to think that, uh, that they're there and they're just four wins away from doing something that hasn't happened since. In 108 years. 1908 yeah, I mean, was the last time they won. So, you know, I would be curious to know, and I'm sure <laughs> sports outlets are already crunching the numbers and stuff, what percentage of human population that's alive today was alive the last time oh my that God. they won? Probably like two people one 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 percent point zero 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 one. Oh, you think you think it's <laughs> even less than one percent yeah a, i mean that's, that's 108 years they would okay, have okay yeah there's not too many 108 year, year old like, people that's true so yeah how many wow yeah. yeah wow pretty much and even even ha- I, they'll probably calculate more how many people were around in 45 1945 when they last went to the world series and it, they won it in 1908 yeah so, like, obvious segue here. Like, how old was Hitler then, like, the last time? That, like, <laughs> wow. Segue into what? <laughs> uh, like, really? Sports, like, is that not where everyone goes? Like, immediately into... Uh, no, but, like, really, I mean, that's, like, an insane thing to think. Was it, was it like, a little, like, you know... A little Little kid. child? <laughs> a little Hitler. <laughs> Just grow <a> mustache. <laughs> Just... I think that that's... I hope that w- that's exactly how ESPN approaches it. Um, but the, no, that the, is, the that is that crazy alive from the Holocaust are the only ones that are, <laughs> that is, that is that's a absolutely dark way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. That's uh moving on. No. So it starts Tuesday, you know, and the Indians are going to give them, you know, a run for their money. I think, do you think Charlie Sheen's going to go out and I was going to ask pitch? you, that was exactly <laughs> where I was going. Did you hear about that, Kylie? No. The, so, so do you know the movie major league? Yes. Okay. So wild thing. That's Charlie Sheen's character in there. And, you know, as Charlie Sheen, like, recently came forward that he has AIDS and everything, right? And so... <laughs> yes. Um, right. Which, <laughs> just bud. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I guess he confirmed what everybody had already probably assumed, like, 10 years ago. But anyways... Right. Um, well, and the team that he plays on in Major League is the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, and so he came forward and said, like, I would like to throw out the opening pitch at the World Series. Well, I mean... Like, if they do that and they play Wild Thing, like, that place is going to... It's going to explode... Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What did do you remember that movie at all? When every time Charlie Sheen would come out, they would play that song. I do remember that part. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But do you have something to say about Charlie Sheen here? <laughs> Meh. No, she's, yeah, she, she doesn't give a shit. Every time. <laughs> but yeah, so you you she's do like, remember that? Blood, what? <laughs> Tiger's blood. Tiger's blood. She's like, I'm I got that. Over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. So, it, but. 
Would you would you be cool with that? Would I be cool? Would you with would you it? watch it? You as someone that doesn't watch sports, would that make you tune in to the game the World the Series pitch? to see Charlie Sheen come out as wild thing I'm, and throw the first pitch? I mean me particularly, no. I mean I, I watch <laughs> I sports when fuck. you watch sports. <laughs> like I, if I was sitting oh, yeah. here by myself and you're at work Hell to the fuck no, I'm not turning on any fucking game because Charlie Sheen is doing something. Well, like, no, I mean, Charlie. So, <laughs> some people like Charlie Sheen. I, I do I do like Charlie Sheen. Okay. I think he's fine, but I mean... What no. about you, Nate? Is that going <laughs> to persuade you to watch oh, it? Oh, I'll definitely tune in for the Because I know you're not going to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to watch every minute of the World Series, but I'll definitely watch the opening ceremony or opening pitch, rather, without question. Yeah. That'll be cool to see. It'll be cool, yeah. It'll be, um, I mean, especially with those two teams. I can't, man, how long has it been since the Indians have been in the World Series, do you know? I do not know. Um, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I'm at the point where I think that the Indians shouldn't win. Because the fucking Cavaliers won already. The basketball they won the championship this year, didn't they? The Cavaliers? Or was that last year? No, they that won this year. They won this year. Yeah. They don't need another championship. Cleveland is the town of sorrow and they need to stay that way. Nah, it's Sorry, new, any it's Cleveland Knights. But <laughs> it's a new time for America. No. 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 The Browns are gonna always suck. Well, the Browns will always suck. And the they, Indians their name are always gonna suck. Fin- How bad is that name? <laughs> the Browns. I know. What are you, the shit stain of the NFL? <laughs> there are poop jokes about you, Cleveland. <laughs> I would like you to know, since you did seem offended that I had brought up the curse, right? Okay. The Wikipedia page has already been updated. About the, <laughs> that says, the Cubs? Uh, yeah, so basically, just real quick here. Billy Sinus or Sianus was asked to leave Game 4 of the World Series. He was a Billy Goat owner. Um, when the odor of his pet named Murphy was bothering other fans, he was outraged and allegedly declared, <clears throat> them Cubs ain't going to win no more, <laughs> which has been interpreted to mean that there would never be another World Series game won at Wrigley Field. The Cubs did not play in the World Series from 1945 to 2016 <laughs> when they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers <laughs> to win the National League Championship in advance of the World Series. Wow. They, they won a half hour ago, dude. That's awesome <laughs> that it's... I, you know there was a Cubs fan out there that was just waiting on the page. Like, yeah. I'm hitting enter as soon as in. this... All right, and double play and updated. Done. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, that's got to be awesome. I mean, it's been rough to be a Rockies fan, but that's been, what, like 20 years? Well, but the Rockies have... Were in a World Series. I mean, they they were they came to the MLB what like ninety four? Yeah, was it ninety four? It was in the nineties. Yeah, that. it was probably about ninety four. Yeah, okay, like maybe ninety five. But yeah, and so right the in Rockies there. were created. Yeah, like oh, I know, a hundred and fifty so years after the Cubs. So and yeah. we've been to a World Series in the first twenty years of our career. Yeah, as, I still don't know how to feel team. about that whole season. <laughs> That was that was a miracle. It was like one of those movies where everything was happening in slow motion, and then you got the realistic ending that you should have gotten in like Mighty Ducks Two, where the Russian team just kicks the shit out of those. Oh kids. yeah, and that's exactly what you happened. know, and that's exactly what happened is we got up against the guys with the huge bats, and it's like yeah, but they had the heart of oh, it's over. It doesn't matter. Shit. Yeah. What? God sec- damn it, big. It's the bottom of the second inning. The Rockies are up to bat, and it's five to nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like Red Sox are on top. Yeah, that was. That was brutal. I went to game three of that. I, I wow. think I've mentioned I don't know how you got in there. And like, I volunteered. So for the first two innings, I had to hand out rally towels at the door. 
And then I got to go to my rock pile. I would have done way worse things than that to get to those rock pile seats. (laughs) Yeah, see, it wasn't that bad. No. It wasn't too bad. I thought you were going to have to tell a story that might have to be edited for content. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Nah. None of that. Nah, we're not going to tell that story. Um, No, we're not. Stay tuned afterwards. We're not going to tell you how I got to the front row at the Rockies game. Oh, man. <laughs> Started in the rock pile, right behind, ended up at home plate. Kylie earmuffs. <laughs> By the end of it, though, sad thing, couldn't sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. So the Indians, let's see, the Indians haven't been to the World Series. Uh, 1948? No, 1954. Is that right? Yeah, 1959. It's the last time they were in the World Series. Wow. So, it's de- no, the Indians. Indians. Oh, okay. Um, so that's cool. I mean, good for them. Yeah. At least it's two teams that like, it's cool to watch them play, and it's not like the fucking Yankees and Giants again. I I'm so sick of the teams that always win. I know I'm a Broncos fan, and we always win, but I'm so sick of teams that always win. <laughs> Speaking of Broncos, moving on. What do you think about the Broncos right now, Nate? What are you thinking? The I two don't losses. really read too much into those two losses because they happened mm. in five days. Oh, that's and I, I forgot all about Kubiak that. was having a serious concussion problem during the first game right. and didn't coach the second game. Right, and it would be stupid not to credit Kubiak for a lot of the reason why the offense works. Indeed, because he's giving. It, it was proven. While, on you Thursday. know, Simeon does check down into other plays. Like he's getting those checkdowns from uh, Kubiak. So, right. I I think the presence of him at practice and all that stuff. Like people overlook the importance of how much practice impacts games. Right. I worry about this Monday's game. And we also had to travel to San Diego that game. Yeah, I, I worry so, about Monday's game. I think why? going four and three, just because the team hasn't had a chance to really get back into sync. I know they had like 11 days off. Yeah, that's plenty of time to get back into sync. Yeah, but Kubiak, I don't know. I think he's he, that, he was pretty messed up from that whole thing. Like, not really. It was just yeah. a, it wasn't a concussion. It was a migraine. Migraine, whatever, with concussion like syndromes or some shit. I know yeah, it wasn't but, a concussion. But he was but fine by Saturday. Was he, was he? He was back on this last Monday. Okay. All right. Well, then maybe back we'll be okay. And stuff. Okay. I and like the team honestly when they're ready to go. Um, I think I think this game is a little bit more important than most other games. You know what I mean? Who do we play again? The Texans. Mm. Brock, Brock. Who's there? Von Miller. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, uh, it would be great to get like 12 sacks. You know, I credit that to my ex-brother-in-law, Jace Caston. I I would love to see him get annihilated. Oh, just yeah. Just get lit up. Oh, man. I'll trade those 12 sacks back for just one good like sports center top 10. <laughs> and here it comes. And no hard feelings in Denver? Well, think otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Here's no Vaughn shit. Miller, and it's just in slow motion with just like... Just like, smiling the biggest you just see just the like, biggest ah. eyes just brock's eyes pop out of his head yeah oh, he'll, he'll end up coming out like andrew luck did last year yeah no feelings no like, hard feelings brock lacerated kidneys two bruised ribs a concussion and a broken arm brock, brock osweiler's out for the season well and you can't overlook the fact that some of these defenders a decent amount of these defenders especially in the secondary used to practice against him oh well yeah so. for sure um 
and then I mean Kubiak used to coach the Texans. Not that they're the same at all, but there were still some players on the team now that were on there before, right? Yeah. I mean, Osweiler was on the team with Kubiak last year, so that helps him as well. Yeah, the organizations like, are familiar with each other, but yeah. You know, the system that he was running last year with, with Osweiler was a little bit different than the system that he's running with uh, Simeon. Right. Well, I Simeon think it was more can, similar to the system we were running with Peyton. Simeon can, like, move a little bit more than yeah. Brock. He's yeah, not you know. He's not brocking around out there. Dun, 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 dun. All six foot 12 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six foot 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't know. What's your height, Brock? Uh Six foot twelve. <laughs> Is that what, did he say that? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. All but right. I wouldn't. I'm put just. It I just hold a grudge. That's all. Yeah. I just. I want to see something amazing, especially on Monday night. You know, fucking primetime game. They're all. Uh, you all, would think you the know, grapes would chase rings and not dollars. For sure, and that's. He he tries to deny up and down that he's not butthurt about getting so, benched and shit, but. Speaking of chasing rings, slight segue, I suppose, but uh, I think it was Ray Allen or I think it was Ray. No, it was Paul Pierce was talking shit about um, Durant for going to Golden State. Was it Paul Pierce or was it I think Russell it was, Westbrook? No, it was Paul Pierce most recently. Okay. And what I thought was ironic about is that, that he is went that, to like, Boston. dude, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like you were there with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett and you, yeah. Like, and Not I'm probably think I'm forgetting had, somebody. They had like Big Baby. Yeah, exactly. So Ron, I mean, when Rondo came in. They yeah, were great. Like, come on, exactly. Well, but and he to left act his like, team too to go join the Big Three, the original, yeah. you know. Yeah. So big I have three. no idea what the hell he was thinking there. I mean, but. I get it because Golden State was already stacked enough as it is. Why do you? This is a fucking. They're making an NBA Jam team right now. Like, I'm excited to watch it. Ugh. I don't think they're going to chase 73 wins. I bet they do. I don't think Have they lost yet? Oh, they lost to the Nuggets, didn't they? No, the season hasn't even started. Oh, I'm saying in preseason, though. Oh, yeah, I don't read anything into preseason. Oh, man, I'm going to look it up. I want to see if... If I was Golden State, I would go out and play every preseason game blindfolded. (laughs) Just so the other teams couldn't get a fucking feel (laughs) on what you were doing. (laughs) Blindfolded. Just like, oh, we're still going to win. We got well, fucking I mean, not Tarantula even that. Rhodes. Like, could lose by 50. Who the fuck cares? What do you have to prove? They shouldn't even care if they finish the NBA in first place this season. They should just care about one fucking thing, which is winning that ring. Yeah, and they learned that last year. Nobody gives a true. shit if you win 73 games and then you that's lose true. in the finals. And they were so excited to win all those games. Didn't, uh, I mean, who wouldn't be? Didn't, what's his name, fucking Baby Eyes, go out in the playoffs with an injury for a little while, too? Stephen Curry. He was battling some sort of injury. Yeah, he was. He never got back to 100. percent Yeah, I mean, but LeBron James was also on a mission. So, oh no, we oh, lost yeah. to the Warriors, 129 to 128. <laughs> Typical. Typical. We beat the Raptors and the Lakers though in preseason. All right, tie. Uh, I hope I hope the Nuggets can do something. But speaking of Colorado teams, that is a good segue into another subject, which is the Colorado Avalanche. That are looking good right now. I know yeah. it's what five games into the season or yeah. something, but they're three and one. Yeah, they have six points, I think. Yeah, they um, look very good. They look really sharp. They lost that game to uh, Washington. 
The Senators, yeah, and uh, that was largely, I think, because they, there was their third game in four days, and you right. could tell and they were tired, the and Washington was rested. And Yeah, they were traveling that and whole time, it too. it really kicked their ass. They also went into uh, overtime the night before in Pittsburgh exactly. a really good team. Wasn't the, weren't the Penguins in the fucking cup last year? I can never get that shit. Mm, right. I believe they were, yeah. I believe they were, and yeah, they won that game like what thirty three seconds into overtime or some shit like that. Yeah, so I mean, Real they're quick. no joke. Like the and Penguins are. Then a good they team. went four zero last night. So yep, yeah, they're they, solid. I mean, they they're obviously. Solid. Uh, I don't want to get too high too early, but no. But if they can keep playing like this, man, there's been two times since the Avs moved here that the Avs and Nuggets have both missed the playoffs, and that was last year or the year before that. Oh, I wow. see no way that it's gonna happen three times in a row. I w- no, there's no. One of those teams is making the, the Nuggets are year. looking pretty good too. Our our new t- like our rookies last year that now have some experience are looking yeah, better. Yeah, what like is that? that Mudele or whatever. M- Mudie. M- Mudie. Yeah, and the uh, the Russian or Serbian. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Killed it in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, Ivan Drago, I believe yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's his name for there sure. There we go. He must break you. Um, although yeah, sad news, good. sad news is they lost tonight to the Panthers five to two. So oh. that was the final game of their four game road trip. All right. And it was, you know, that was fuck me. You can't, so really, now you they can't, are you can't three really and three and two playing teams that I believe all of these teams were in the playoffs last year. Penguins, Capitals, Lightning, Panthers. They went two and two in that. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. good. That's I mean, not bad. I've been, uh, last time we, we chatted, we were talking about how, uh, like football is divided up into quarters, like four games each. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that with everything now. I'm like, oh, well, the last 10 games are fucking eight and two. That's cool. I mean, the record well, you look sucks at, yeah, now, I mean, uh, the total. But <laughs> in, in football, you want to win, you know, out of those quarters. In baseball, you want right. to win your series. Right. You know, and, and that's the thing in baseball. Tricky, you you can't expect to win streaks in baseball. But if you have a four-game series, you need to win three of them. If you have a three-game series, you need to win two of them. And if you look at it that way. Right. Then that's how you get to 80 or, well, more than 80, like 90 or 95 wins. Yeah, which have the Rockies, the Rockies have never had a more than 70 win season, have they? No, we have, we've had a winning season. It's 162 games. Okay. I think. I guess back in the day with Walt, Walt Weiss. Yeah, we even just recently we had like a 90 win season or an 89 win season. You ever watch baseball, Kylie? Yeah, a a lot when I was younger, actually. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever keep score? I used uh-huh. to love doing that when I watched yeah. baseball, like the little like you know book or the scratch oh, ticket thing, no, you know, I didn't not scratch ticket, but the. You know what I'm know. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Recording sure. the hits and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. I never did do that. Yeah. That would make it a lot more interesting, though. And kept you focused. Huh. I used to do that a lot. Like my dad would drag drag me to baseball games all the time, and I had to <laughs> drag do like. You. Well, and I did. I do <laughs> like now later in life. I did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun, and I'm glad you know that he did that. But um. Yeah, that's how I would get through a lot of the games mm-hmm. is, you know, having something to do, like yeah, anything. Yeah, I, I think that's a large reason I was probably given one of those books to do that was just so I would shut up and just focus on the right. game. <laughs> yeah. Give me something to do. Yeah. I, I, like going to, I like going to baseball games. You know, I've been watching a lot of baseball lately because where I work, we have TVs and I can, you know, watch anything that I want. So I've pretty much watched the entire playoffs of baseball. And I do enjoy the playoffs in baseball. It's a little bit more high stakes, a little bit more pressure. There's more people there. It's louder, you know. Oh, yeah. But I, it's, it's a hard to watch the whole season. It's hard to, like, watch it on TV. Games, I can go to, to a couple games a year and, oh, and yeah. have a good time, you know. Um, yeah. But it's hard for me to keep track. It's hard for me to keep track of, like, hockey and basketball. 
Those that are shit's, 82 games. That shit's already They're talking about shortening, shortening that, shortening. Though, I believe, though. They said the, like, 70. Because really? I think a huge thing that kept them from shortening it is that was that Bulls record, that 72-win season. Oh. And the, the mystique of, like, oh, what if somebody won 73 and now that somebody did and then they lost – it's like, I don't think 74 is ever going to mean anything at this point. Yeah. So I think that's why now they seem more. And you think about that, cut 12 games out of the season. They could cut another 24 games or so out of baseball, too, honestly. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's, <coughs> I think as far as baseball goes, there's a lot of changes they can make in that shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, umpires are not the best. Um, I think umpires piss me off more than football refs. Oh, yeah. Like, they have a lot more judgment calls to make. I mean, I feel like, uh, why can't they just use the box? They have the box on TV where you can see the strike zone and shit. Why don't they just use that as a, you know, get rid of the umpires. Fuck those guys. If you are an umpire <laughs> and you want to uh, respond, twist my arm podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's fine. Email Perfect. me. Let me know. Subject line. Let me know why we shouldn't get rid of with you. Pitchforks. Let me know why we shouldn't get rid of you because to me you're worthless. <laughs> Lovely. That should be a great conversation <laughs> starter. No, I'm kidding. Umpires are great most of the time outside of the baseball field. I th- I, I think that mm, man, it's just hard. It's hard for me because like they, uh, mm, how do they know every single time? You know, oh, I mean, like, it makes you wonder why. Also, like even in football, like why are we having a person make the judgment call of whether the ball went over the goal, goal line or not? Oh, when yeah, easily sure. the camera or computers, and at least they have rules in place to go back and review it now. Right. Baseball can look at things, but they can't once. look at balls and strikes. You can only do it once, once a game too. So, yeah, and like so. football is a little, little more frustrating too because that's like the refs are a lot of times I think biased. You know what I mean? Like, like you see some of these calls and you're like, he was. He's gonna fucking file a report. That dude was molesting that guy, and there's no penalty, you know. But the, and then the second like the other team does it, there's a fucking pass interference call, and it's marked to the spot of the foul, and it's like, I don't know. It seems like there's always a an uneven number of penalties. Yeah, it's amazing. You know I mean? It's amazing how many sacks Vaughn has, considering how much he's been getting held. I know. So. Yeah, if they actually start calling that, like he's gonna finish the season with a record number of sacks because that guy's just been unblockable. I love that video where he's like, it, when they're they're in the Super Bowl and he goes to the ref and he's like, "If I'm not getting any sacks, they're holding me." I'm telling you, <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, I like, he's like it. You better be calling it. <laughs> so. Nice, and it's true too. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, their holds are awful. Mm, yeah. Um, where was I gonna go next with uh, sports, baseball? Oh. Pass interference calls. I heard this really cool. I was listening to a radio show, CJ and Stokely. I really like listening to that show. Mm-hmm. Um, they were talking about how they should take out the spotting where the ball is or spotting the mark of the foul when it comes to pass interference calls and just doing like a 10 to 15 yard penalty instead. Hmm. Like that would make a lot more sense because they're so unevenly called that at least it wouldn't be game breaking. You know, because how many times so have you seen... So I guess seen... that penalty was severe but less enforced back in the day, so it wasn't as big of an issue. Is that what they're saying? Kinda. Now that it's enforced a lot more and it really benefits the receiver, that that's just too severe of a penalty? Well, it's it's just because it's so offensive-based. Biased, you know, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. just want the offense to score as many points as possible. So it's there when they call that... I mean, sometimes you see fucking a quarterback just throw the ball up to get a pass interference call. 
because they know that if they throw deep and they get that call, they're going to be at the fucking five yard line. True. You know what I mean? So that would alleviate a lot of that shit too, where you're not just going up to get a penalty. That's, that's more infuriating than fucking getting the call is them pressuring to get the call, you know? Then that puts a lot more pressure on the ref to be like, uh, I mean, they went for it, and I'm pretty sure that I, I'm going to call it. You know? Yeah, and that's where I think I'd just rather just see them just shift back to more of a – not a defensive mindset at the detriment of player safety, but, but just in the mindset of that if they collided, like big fucking deal as long as the defender didn't actually make like a tackling move. Yeah, like a threat, threatening tackle or something. Yeah, like if like, you pushed him or tackled him, targeting. sure. But if they just both happen to be running there, I think they both have a right to occupy that space. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and football players are trained since day one to put their head down. You know, they've they've always been trained that way. Like when they're fucking ah, like oh yeah yeah as far as when like they're when they're hitting, running and yeah. shit. So it's like fuck. <laughs> and always yeah, I, you know yeah, always I, rule changes always give me pause in football, which is crazy because apparently there were like 50-some rule changes oh that went God. into effect They, they moved the, the field goal like two and a half yards back or something. It's on like the 33 and a half yard line now. Oh, the extra point? Yeah, yeah. the extra point, yeah. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? I mean, because you're just trying to fuck with kickers now? I That's think their because they realized though. that everybody <laughs> was just going and getting a beer and wasn't even watching those ad breaks. That's probably what it uh, was. Whatever. So they want you to stay tuned to watch the field goal. Oh, give me a break. Fuck the field goal. They should just make it seven. Get rid of the kickers altogether. And just make the quarterback throw a bomb downfield instead of a punt. No more field out. goals. <laughs> oh, come on. Vinny Terry's been the part of some great football plays. That's very true. And so is Jason Elam. I was just going to say, Jason Elam was pretty fantastic. Um, all right. So that's going to wrap it up for our sports section. We're going to move along to the next local artist of the show. Um, it's... Let's see, what is this song called? The band is called The Hits, and they're out of Denver. Um, they they play a lot of shows, as far as I know. Um, they're, uh, it's, uh, it's an all-female band. If you guys, if there's anyone out there that's looking for an all-female band or something like that to listen to, Kylie, does that give you more incentive to listen to a band if it's an all-female band? I mean, Sorry, I'm just being sexist at this point. <laughs> not necessarily at all. I mean, there's definitely all-female bands that I do like, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a question for Shelby. She'd probably for be more. Let us not <laughs> forget that the Spice Girls was an all-female group. And the Spice Girls uh, was yeah. gold, so. Oh, okay. Well, then, all right. I take that back. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> Okay. So, yes, that does apparently help. <laughs> apparently, shit. That's funny. Also, when the Spice Girls were a thing, I was probably like, you know, six, seven, eight. All right, eight, yeah, yeah, like... yeah, we'll allow that. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Right. I was in high school. I had two copies of Spice World on VHS. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God, that's awesome. I worked at the movie theater when that came out, and we uh, we went in on our break to just, like, watch it. Mm -hmm. And it was so off the wall that we ended up coming in after our shift and just watching it and just sitting in the back and eating nachos and just busting up laughing the whole time. It's like, this movie's really ridiculous. Is. It's kind of funny. It like, is. It wasn't actually, like, you'd think it would be, like, the worst thing in the world, but it was really not. It, it like, definitely wasn't the worst. No. Not even close to the best, no. that's for sure. No, but. but. It, was, it was awesome. I would totally watch that movie right now if I could. <laughs> right, yeah. It's one of those things that sometimes you think, I'll sit down and watch this because it'll be insane. You can actually make it through that. Well, with the alien, <laughs> like, grabbing her boobs and shit. Like, See, I, I don't remember that specifically happening. I never saw that, I never saw that movie. I never. loved it. 
That's nothing. It's something actually, I didn't it's really, really not a bad movie. You didn't make an effort to do really that back then. That, For no. like a chick band movie, like you, like you're saying, you'd think it would just be like a fucking train. Yeah, wreck. they set the bar really low. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, and it they was actually me. clear it was that decent, bar. Like. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, so yeah, this band is called The Hits. They're an all-female group out of Denver. Um, they just played a show recently. Um, I couldn't find any more shows coming up. Uh, they're pretty good. They're pretty. They're they're you know, pretty rockish. Pretty. I, I I dig them for the little bit that I've heard. Um, but yeah, you can find them on Facebook at facebook.com/slash the hits. Maybe it's the hits music. Let me see what the actual. No, it's it's facebook.com/slash the hits, but then three. The hits three. So T H E H I T S three. Um, Let's see, this song is called Isolated. Um, enjoy.
it's uh, all right. So that was the hits song called "Isolated." Um, check them out at Facebook, facebook.com/slash/thehits3. Um, pretty good stuff. I liked it. It's good, good shit, good shit. Um, now we're gonna move on to our main story. I know everyone's been waiting so patiently for us to finally get to this. This is gonna be our Nintendo section um, because, duh, do you guys even understand what happened? This just gets me so stoked for anything Nintendo. <laughs> this is the song that they should have introduced the uh, the Nintendo Switch with. Which is, it's awesome. It's great. They just come out and like, there's a treasure chest on the stage. And fucking dude comes out and opens a chest and holds up the Nintendo Switch, like, <laughs> holds it up all, you know, huge. And, oh, man. Yeah, that's Nintendo, man. <laughs> They've got so many of the just the catchiest tunes, and it, it gets you pumped. It does. Oh, my God. And also knowing that's going to be a launch title for it. I know, right? So yes, yeah. <laughs> if you guys the can switch. guess, yeah, if you guys can guess what this segment is going to be about, it is going to be the Nintendo segment. Um, I'm surprised we don't have more of these. I think we should have more of these. They're, you know, I love talking about video games and shit. Um, so first things first, the Nintendo Switch was announced this week. I'm sure everyone has seen it and or heard about it. Um, I know you guys have all watched the videos and stuff, so. Kylie, what do you think about the Nintendo Switch? What are your thoughts on it? Well, the th first time, you know, that I saw any sort of promotional video was you telling me that you wanted it for Christmas, <laughs> in which I laughed. <laughs> well, you can't Is really it going to be out in time for that? No, it's out in March. We it's can, in okay. March. You can pre-order it by Christmas. But okay. also, <laughs> it, it is very exciting, but wholly expensive, I'm sure. They haven't even um, announced the price yet. I don't know. No, they're not even announcing the price. I don't know, but price. continue. Yeah, sorry. Continue. <laughs> anyway. Very stoked about it. Obviously, it's very versatile, and um, as you were explaining, there's all sorts of different things that people would need to buy, so it's a very genius move on Nintendo's part. Um, but, I mean, new Zelda game, obviously, super exciting. Super exciting. Right, and that's like <laughs> Nate said, it's going to be a launch title. Right. So. And the other launch titles that you were telling me about um, earlier yeah, they are were, super um, exciting. Very cool. God, I don't. I didn't save the link, but it was there was a new Super Mario game coming out. Yeah, and they actually title. you see a little snippet of that in the trailer. And oh yeah, there's that's a right. Sonic one. Oh yeah, some new Which Sonic game. Sonic is the shit. I don't I, care. Have <laughs> you played any of those new Sonic games that came out for Wii or anything? You know, I I didn't. Oh I mean. God, they were so bad. <laughs> it, it was it was like. But uh, Sonic in general, though, I mean. Does any do you do you guys did you guys ever play Tasmania on Super Nintendo? I want to say yes. Where you were the Tasmanian yeah, devil yeah, and you yeah. just ran forward on a track and like you had to <laughs> guide him to eat the birds. And like, so basically, the new Sonic games are that exact concept except you can't stop him from running and you control him by holding the Wii, the Wii mote sideways and tilting it left or right <laughs> and then like moving it up to jump or whatever. It's, it's, it's just not fun because you can't stop him from running. Yeah. He just continues to go. So if you miss something, you have to just start the whole level over. And That's it wasn't kind of lame. That I mean, that was that came out a long time ago, like Sonic and the Golden Rings or something for the Wii, and mm. it just wasn't. 
I hope I hope the one coming out for the Switch is nothing like that. Yeah. God damn it, it was terrible. Yeah, well, I think games are going to distance themselves as I much so. as possible from the idea that they're this kitty like fun casual. I mean, they're still going to be that company definitely, but the idea of being just gimmicky. I think right. is well, what more I'm going for. Like the whole product itself, I guess, is kind of a gimmick, but it looks like a really solid <laughs> gimmick. And the other thing is they're letting more third-party systems or third-party companies make games. So one of the launch titles is also Skyrim Remastered. Oh. So that's coming with it. Mm. Um, and then they'll have like the, the fucking Call of Duty is coming for it. Or, or they already have that for Nintendo, but like the Grand Theft Autos. Mm. And other things that are mainly on... PS4 and Xbox, you know, like it's basically, it's running an engine for a PS3 or an Xbox 360. So it's got really good graphics still. It'll be able to hold a lot of good content. Um, and, th- and so th- that way they'll, they'll be able to have these other game companies come in and make stuff for them. You know what I mean? They'll Interesting. Have to, they'll have to dumb it down a little bit, but sure. they're still making games for PS3 and Xbox 360 right now, I believe, aren't they? I think they're still kind of trickling out yeah i mean like the the bigger games come out for those systems (coughs) so um what did you nate what did you think about the controller um so yeah i think that it's really i was talking about this with my friend yesterday is that it needs to in my opinion stand as a home console on its own not knocking all the other things that it does But if it's not something that you wouldn't want to just sit around and play at your home and that you would feel you need to more like put the controls on the side and take the screen and go on the road with it to really enjoy it, then I'm probably not going to get on board with it, even if I will do those other things with it. I think the controller looks really cool just in the sense that if it's really that easy to snap them, like you've seen the trailer, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, if it's really that easy to snap them onto the side and, and... what blew me away is I, I I don't know if you follow gaming news. It's not really a huge surprise. That this is a console, home console, handheld hybrid. Right. Like well, that's kind of been rumored for a while. They've been making handhelds. They, exactly. They're like the kings of handhelds since the nineties. So. so what got me though in the trailer was seeing the part where you see two people playing Mario Kart with basically just one NX. Oh yeah. You know, on the go, like they detach sure. it from the screen. Each one has a thumbstick and a like kind of a trigger and another button and that to me uh is awesome because as you were just saying earlier you know how expensive are controllers now right right as far as ps4 controllers it already comes with those two controllers yeah right Um, out of the box you can multiplayer with it that's really cool yeah what do you what about you kylie what are you what are you thinking about what you saw with it the controllers the way that you play it and are you are you did you ever play handheld games are you ever like I you should know, know this about you. I live with you. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I think the extent of my handheld was like, obviously I had like a Game Boy when I was younger. And when Game Boy Color came out, it was super duper exciting. And I played a lot of Pokemon games for sure. Okay, um, of course. And I remember when the 3DS came out, I didn't personally have one, but I was uh, working at an elementary school. And so that was a lot of fun. Oh, like sure. I would take the the quote unquote problem child who was like a fifth like grade you know boy. <laughs> he was just bored, you know what I mean? And so like when I'd go quote unquote like punish him and take him to the back and give him a you know a stern talking to, we'd play fucking Legend of Zelda like on, on the, his on 3DS. The 3DS. Yeah. So I definitely I appreciate it. I think that it's definitely fucking sweet that you get, you know, you don't have to you don't have to stay at home, you know. Which I love. Don't get me wrong. 
that's that's <laughs> great that you mentioned that because that leads me into my next question. Will this be the end of the 3DS? Because they're using the same type of cartridges that the 3DS is using. Probably. So <laughs> does that mean they're going to quit making 3DSs? Because this is going to be portable anyway. I, I mean, they'll probably continue to support the 3DS course, with titles, course, probably. Course. But in terms of producing more hardware for it, it's really kind of run its course, I think. I mean, there's been the 3DS, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS. And then there's another one coming out in January. The 2DS. There's, yeah. okay, if they, I mean, yeah, it's just. there's a lot of different versions. You know, they've, and, and I own, you know, I own a 3DS. It's a good little handheld. It's a little heavy. It's not quite portable. This isn't quite portable. <laughs> I mean, in terms of. To me, portable means I can throw it in my Boy. pocket. Get, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Even though, I guess, an original Game Boy, you had to wear some hammer pants to get that <laughs> into, your, into your pocket. Yeah, or a belt with a clip on it. <laughs> Instead of a fucking Walkman, you had a, I had a giant Game Boy on my belt. That's like, pretty I need to play fucking awesome. I actually would like to make one of those with an auto. Oh, box man, do you remember all the shit that came out there. for that Game Boy? The, like, screen... And the light for it, and like by the time the magnifying if thing, you have you had all the different like oh, what do you call them? The little Add-ons, accessories attachments, and stuff. Yeah. Like it was a it was a book. It was like a giant textbook. And it was a Game Boy. AAA <laughs> batteries would last about six seconds at that yeah. point. Yeah, that two thing, levels into Mario, and it's over. Pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I'm excited about it. If if you can play 3DS games on the Switch. Oh, the library that they're going to have stoked. to pull from is insane. They're going to be able to pull from But if they immediately everything. if they immediately start with where you can play 3DS games on it, then they already have a fucking 300 game library. That's what I'm saying. So like there's they just have a few launch titles and they can take their time with everything else, you know? I mean the Oh, the, so are you suggesting not re-releasing <laughs> those games but just being able to just plug to modify them oh, into fuck. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, a, okay, like a backwards okay. compatibility sort of thing, like the GameCube okay. games with the Wii. Because the slot's not the same. Is it exactly the same slot? I thought it was the same slot. If it I is, and you could just plug your 3DS games in there. That would be crazy. These looked, I thought they looked a little bit bigger. Because the 3DS games are almost more like little cards. But then again, they could have that technology like they did with the Wii, where the GameCube discs were smaller than the Wii discs, but they would still read. They still fit. It's true. There. That's true. So. Who knows? I mean, that would save them so much money. True. <laughs> Manufacturing and shit. And then, I mean, they would obviously have 3DS exclusives and Switch exclusives. But um, I think yeah, it, I think, I think, think it's cool. uh, I I think it's great. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, there are so many Nintendo games that yeah they I'm, can bring to it, and so many IPs that they have that they can make games from. Right. I'm stoked to see what they do with like that Nintendo generation. You know, the Mario's the. The Zeldas. I'm really excited for Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be fantastic. Um, well, and they also they have Castlevania. They yeah. have Metroid. They have oh, man. Uh, so much. Pikmin. Fucking Earthbound. Pokemon. Hopefully they make a console Pokemon for this. How have they never? But done this that? is this is the time for this them is to, the one do to do that. it because you could take it on the go. <laughs> yeah, you can still play Pokemon like it's Pokemon, but you can also play it on your goddamn TV screen. They can make it even still, because I bet that some of the graphics will get worse as you actually, that's that's my next thing that I'm bringing up, is the uh, Forbes magazine published a article today that is five questions that could potentially sink the Nintendo Switch. Number one, what is the battery life of the Nintendo? That is a really good point, because 
I like, like you said, to be able to play games for a while, you know, sit down and, and play for a while. Like, and if I'm on the go or like I'm on an, on a go, go on the airplane at the airport, you know, and I have a layover three hours, like, is it going to last that whole time or am I going to have to go find some fucking outlet to go plug it into to be able to play? I would think you because would of, have to get at least like four hours because of all the, the power in it. You know, I don't, they don't have a lot of specs yet as far as the power goes. So like, well, what kind of, phone, I was, what kind of phone do you have? Samsung, Android. <laughs> How fast does it charge? You know, I have the charger that I have is like that two prong thing where it goes into like both holes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it charges pretty oh, fast. Oh, okay. two prong. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it goes into both holes. Exactly. Yeah. Two in the black Gets and going one real in the fast. back. And, yeah. <laughs> no, so, all right, yeah, so that's my point is that the battery life matters, but also like how fast does it charge? True. You know, because if it has four hours of battery life and you can charge it to four hours of battery life like, in like 30 minutes right, that's worth or 20 it. minutes, then mm-hmm. that's totally cool because you take it home, you throw it on the thing real quick, you take care of some stuff, and then boom, you're out and you're going again. Or as you said, if you're out on the go and you have to find that outlet, maybe you only have to chill there for like 20 minutes. Sure. So That'd be nice if they had some sort of you know, fast charge or something. Exactly. I'm uh, sure they will. We've already covered a couple of these well, things. Well, and I would imagine that they probably thought about these things when the, they made them. Right. <laughs> like, I would hope so. They can't afford Jesus. another bomb. Yeah. I know the Wii U is so bad. It's not a terrible system, but it mm. bombed. So bad. There was no market for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty much a Wii, just with it the switches. I mean, the tablet controller wasn't. is kind of cool, but you can't take it out of the house. And now with the Switch, you can. That's... And I thought that's what you could do with the Wii U. I like when it first little, came yeah. out, I was like, "Oh shit, that's that's sweet." But then, no, you have to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Oh, fuck yeah. that! That's shitty. Um, I will not be getting a Wii U then. Thank you. That hey, if you see one for a hundred dollars or something, pick one up. Pick it up. Okay. Pick one up, but if more than hundred bucks, it's not worth it. Okay, that's funny. Um, before we move on with these these last couple uh, questions from Forbes. I wanted to bring up the. I've been thinking about this with the with the system. Nintendo kind of has a Star Trek complex. Where yeah, you mentioned that earlier, and I had no idea what you meant. Every other system is good, and every other system is bad. So, like every other Star Trek movie was good, right? Starting with the number oh, two. Oh no! All so the you even can't. Ones. This no. This is already you're on dangerous. You're on dangerous ice, my friend. I know, and it's funny because we're, we have a top ten list coming up with all of us here soon. Like, and how my one of my top tens is, or a lot of my top tens come off the Super Nintendo. But I played it uh, through my lifetime. I've played the NES way more, and I always just kind of liked that system better. I played a lot of games in, on Super Nintendo because like all my friends wanted to play the Super Nintendo. But I when I you know when I was by myself, a lot of times I played the I played Turtles on NES a lot. I like turtles. Um, but like for me, the NES was that was my first system. That was my favorite system. You know, the Super Nintendo was great, yes. But it wasn't until the sixty four came out that I was really, really stoked about Nintendo again, right? And then the GameCube came out and I was a little off put because of the small discs and I don't know, I just I didn't I didn't I didn't like Luigi's Mansion. I wasn't a fan of that game. I played a couple demos <laughs> and I did not like that game. Top 10. <laughs> you know what? If you play it now, it's definitely a game that was ahead of its time. I fucking like, loved that game, yeah. man. But I remember at the time too, just kind of thinking like, "Sweet Luigi has his own game," and yeah, right. I mean, we'll we'll save that for when we get to it. On right, right, right. And, yeah. And I liked Wind Waker, but it took me a while to actually like 
force myself to play it because I did not like the graphics. Yeah. And now, Wind Waker so was kind of hard for me oh, to get so into, well. but t- totally. Now I'm like, fuck yeah. That's and see, that's one of the it. nice things about if you did own a Wii U. Granted, if they bring this stuff to the Switch, then don't get a Wii U. But sure. being able to play Wind Waker, being able to play um, Ocarina of Time or any of that's those right, they did the HD right there on the there. tablet in HD, okay. like in your hands, is really cool. Yeah. It is cool. Well, that's a good. And it's not emulated or anything like that. Yeah. It's actually legit Nintendo, yeah, like emulators. Um, but yeah, I mean, even Wind Waker, I wasn't that excited. That was one of the launch titles for GameCube as well. Mm, it was quick after launch, if it wasn't it, a launch. Yeah, it was it like was Luigi's Mansion and I think Zelda and Geist. I think was one of their launch Geist titles. Was sweet. I hated that game. Right, too. Really? <laughs> yeah, we we don't have the same taste. I this is all of my top ten. I what know, the right? heck? Like, can, can we just get into that? Since I we're played like through that. Yeah, games. The games. Yeah. games. 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 Sorry, I just wanted to go through this last yeah, couple things of the list. Switch. Um, All right. we'll, we'll move on from yes, my let's tangent. let's do this. But anyway, the Wii was the next best system that came out after the GameCube. And then the Wii, and then the Wii U was kind of bomb, kind of bombed, and now the Switch is coming out. So that's what I'm saying. Every other yeah. Star Trek yeah. complex. Just to wrap that around and finish yeah. up. Okay, so Man. anyway... Uh, the next one was oh is it the is it comfortable is it comfortable to play this thing it does It'll look be a little weird. It'll be comfortable as shit. I hope so. It will be. I think that the controller that you can go buy separately is going to be more comfortable than everything else. I think it out of the box it has to be comfortable. I think it will be. If it feels like a Game Gear, I'll be stoked because I liked the Game Gear and how they had that controller set up and stuff. Awesome. Did you want to say something about the Switch? No. Okay. Um. Cat with a lot to say here. Are you worried about it being uncomfortable or anything like that, Kylie? You know, I'm afraid of change in general. Okay. And like, like we've talked this about a hundred times deep. before. Uh-huh. Like with like, I like I like I was saying before. I play a lot of Nintendo 64 games. Like when I, if we've got all this stuff here right now, and if I were to put pick one, it would be Nintendo 64. Sure. And like I've told you a hundred times, when like the controllers came out, where one looks around and one moves around, I could not. I, <laughs> I still to this day struggle with the two joystick <laughs> concept. Well, and yeah. I, I, I still get. I'll admit, I get more excited when I see a Nintendo sixty four controller than I do about any other uh, totally controller. Okay. And I don't know if Freud would say about like the phallicness of that controller and my the excitement. Phallicness. But. <laughs> Oh my god, that controller was so weird when it first. Oh, came the out. first time I saw it, See, I thought they had lost their freaking yeah, mind. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is well, this?" But it, it makes sense though, because with different games, you're playing in you know with different sets of. Well, and really, I always like, played not, with just not, the <laughs> not to get onto another tangent, but the whole reason that it was has that shape is because uh, they weren't convinced that the analog controls were going to take off. So they wanted you to be able to hold it from the two outside parts like a traditional game controller (laughs) to where if, you know, because Mario 64 and Pilot Wings were really the only two launch games that really took full advantage of it. Of the, yeah, the joystick. um, You know, they're like, if other developers don't take off with it, we want them to be able to make traditional games. Right. That's why you still have your like Mortal Kombat and that kind of stuff yeah, on the 64. Yeah, a lot of those games you could switch to. Yeah, there's a worked. lot of games you could use either. And it kind of yeah. worked. Kirby is one of those. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable though to, to go to the D-pad and use that. It, it, I thought it was so it weird. Could it's be. definitely it kind of weird, yeah. And especially if you had to use the Z button, the one that was right under the mm-hmm. joystick. Yeah. How are you yeah. supposed to hit that? Right. How are you supposed to hit that? <laughs> All right, what else so did they say away. here? What else um, did Forbes say? The uh, it was actually already stuff that we'd already covered. All right, um, about like mobility stuff and blah blah blah. They were asking basic basically, the number five question was how useful is the mobility gimmick really? Yeah, which 
I think it's just him being useful. I think I think it's pretty cool. It yeah, just like, depends on how social it is and yeah. you know and how, how much easy it, it is and, and how many people have it. I yeah. think I think that trailer video or whatever of them all the kids sitting around playing with all their different screens and stuff if they can all hook up to the same game that's cool and that's if it's if cool. it's really yeah. kind of seamless too like exactly. you just get two of these things near each other because like, that's how well, it is with the 3ds i don't know if you've seen like yeah. street pass and, and stuff it's Pokemon but which is you know a big lure of pokemon is like being able to like battle an actual other mm-hmm. people oh yeah so, so here's oh, the thing man. even if they don't want to release a full-fledged pokemon game for it people are playing pokemon go like crazy what if you yes. could bring your next with you and also battle your Pokemon? I was gonna right. say, could they make Using a Pokemon that. Go for the well, fucking Switch? Do you remember Pokemon Stadium? Oh, yeah. 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 where you can battle the same your thing. All right, so yeah, let's list. not. If let's they can not... incorporate, that's why we just need to All go right, to, let's the list. to the list. <laughs> let's right, get sorry. to the list. Sorry. All right, finishing thoughts on that. If they could incorporate Pokemon Stadium with Pokemon Go and get it on the Switch, I'm all in. Me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right, so. Moving on from the Switch, everyone is in agreement that it's we're stoked about yes. the Switch. Everything is going to be cool. They haven't uh, they haven't unveiled the price yet. It'll be mentioned or shown. Predictions. In I mean, it's going to be like four it's to five hundred. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. No. It, you know, the technology. Like three the three lowest. Like it's going to be. I well, don't think it'll launch above. But they've been developing this for so long, and it's extremely innovative, like I said before, and it's unlike any other fucking game system ever. Well, there's so much that comes along with it, all the different graphics cards they got to have and all the different technology they have to get for it. I don't know. Different the Wii's, how, how much were the Wii's when they came out? Like four hundred, right? Maybe, right? We, the maybe three forty nine. Maybe weren't, weren't the Wii's four hundred when they They're first gonna, came it's out? gonna. I think the price is gonna surprise a lot of people. I'm thinking three to four. All right. Yeah. As long as it can, as long as it's durable, I don't want some fucking plastic piece of shit iPhone that I'm just gonna drop. But that's and why we're smash, waiting until March of 2018. Oh, do not, <laughs> do not do okay, this. Okay, maybe Christmas of 2018. I'm going to have to freeze myself, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in a couple years. Seriously. Um. So, after that, after the switch, that's great. We're all stoked. That's all right, fantastic. So okay, so we're moving on we to love video games. Yes, and, and because Nintendo we love video games, and because of the announcement of the Switch, I thought that it would be fun for all of us to get a top ten list of our favorite Nintendo games ever, like on any console. I didn't, I didn't use any Game Boy games or anything. I just used, yeah. you know, the the console games that hooked up to the TV. Um, I will say with my list, I I didn't do it in any specific order because that's that's too hard as it is. Um. So I didn't do a specific order, and I also based it on how much I played the game, mm-hmm. which games I 100%ed, which games I played enough to 100%, which means that I had to go to the video store and rent the game multiple times. Right. And save the passwords in a notebook and all this stuff, and 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 100% the shit. You know what I mean? Like, Mega Man X isn't on my list, but that is one game that I fucking, I can still beat that game in probably seven hours. Because I played it so much that I know the exact way of how to beat it, the exact fucking weapons to use on each thing, you know, where everything is, blah, blah, blah. And I probably should have put that one on my list. But <laughs> that's basically Honorable what mention. Honorable yeah, mention. Th- there it is. Number that l- almost made my list, too. Number 11. Well, I'll, I'll say it as number 11. So, Kylie, were there any um, things that you did differently with your list? Like, how did you make your list? Your criteria. I, yes. I made my list by, like, th- sitting there, like, thinking, and if I were to sit down right now, what would I want to play? And it's like, if I had the next three days to just sit here and play fucking Nintendo games, what would I play? 
in what order. So my list is totally in order from okay. one to ten. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, just kind of like, you know, what's nostalgic to me? What, when I think of Nintendo games, what do I love? You know? Okay. So I kind of just went with that and. Okay. Yeah. And Nate, what was your criteria? All right. So as I've been saying several times, you just you before, just talk. I'm gonna listen, but I'm gonna grab a beer. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cheated, <laughs> cheated multiple times. But <clears throat> you said that you did not include uh, handheld games. Uh, I did, and if you want to talk about needing to play them on your TV for them to qualify. Uh, you have the Super Game Boy for the Super Nintendo, where you can play all the Game Boy games. And on the GameCube, you have the Game Boy Player, where you can also play Game Boy games in addition to Game Boy Advance games. So, uh, okay. you'll notice... All right, all right, uh, all, right. all right. I'll allow it. On you'll, the you'll notice that a couple of games here Jesus. are kind of doubled up and sharing <laughs> a spot, but we can talk about that as we get to them. Okay. And when I first made my list, uh, it was really boring. And kind of predictable. <laughs> okay. So I decided to exclude uh, three series of games from it. Otherwise, that would have just composed the entire top ten. So I excluded uh, I excluded the Mario games. Okay. I excluded the Mario Kart games. Okay. And I excluded the Zelda series. Okay. Okay. Because I did not otherwise, do that. that was my See, top ten list. My list is ki- might <laughs> gotcha. be kind of typical. But at least, you know, I have stories behind them to why. They're oh, yeah. Sure. One, I figured for sure you guys were going to have those on there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I kind of filled it in with some other ones. Um, all right. Well, that's that's sweet. That's cool. I like that. I like that you excluded those ones because I, I didn't. And it was hard for me. Like, ah, man. That would have been my top ten. I was just like, like I fuck. And I had to make sure that I didn't make that my top ten. As I, as I said, and I don't know if it's on any of your lists, but before we got started, Super Mario 64 is still one of my favorite games <laughs> as okay. of today. It and really is. And, you know, Ocarina will always be one of my favorite games, but that is everybody's number one, Kylie. <laughs> but but then I get to tell you why. It's I'm going to keep with exactly, and, and Exactly. And, like, I played so many video games when I was a kid. Like, yeah. so many that it, that it was – I had to kind of exclude a couple of those games just because it is, you know, like the – like Kylie was saying, just the typical kind of, like – those were the go-to games for everyone, and I had different go-to games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention, Spiritual Warfare for NES. That motherfucking game was just like Zelda, but it was all based on Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why your dad bought it for you, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. And, it, but it was so Hi much dad. fun. I, sh- I, I thought about that game and putting it on my list, um, but, I mean, no one would know. I, I played the shit out of that game. I also had it on PC. It wasn't on the Nintendo. I'm so. sure it's pretty sweet, though, because like, spiritual warfare, f- warfare just in the name sounds like pretty <laughs> intense as fuck, It was right? so funny because <laughs> like, you, you, you could earn um, like the, the armor, the spiritual armor of God. You know, like that's how that's where the bosses, there were eight pieces of armor, so there were eight bosses. And then you got all the armor and you fought Satan at the end, you know? But like, so that's kind of cool. Like, that's but, like, intriguing was, as fuck. But then there were little <laughs> things like there'd be a bar. You know, you'd be walking down the downtown streets of whatever city this is based in, and there'd be like a little door, and above it, it said bar. And if you walked in, you would like get scolded by the angel inside the bar, and it would take away a piece of your shit, like a pe- one of your items. Wow. It'd be like, you need to go get it again. Sinner. Don't go in the bar. Sinner. Sinner. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely funny. Um, so, anyway, moving on. Top 10 list. We're going to start with number 10. Okay. Kylie. 
What is your number 10? Kylie? Okay. So this is the one where I couldn't pick out of the series. So this one's kind of cheaty. But the Turok series. Okay. All so right. I'm okay. thinking, so the one through three, obviously, and then um, Rage Wars. Those were all on N- okay. N64. Okay. My personal favorites were the first and the third. But I picked that for one of my tops. Because first of all, dinosaurs, dude. Dinosaurs. Oh, but it was one of the first dinosaurs. games I encountered personally that you had cheat codes and like all oh. sorts of different stuff like that. And uh, Turok is just, honestly, it's the shit. Wasn't Turok the first game to introduce big head mode? Yes, and, absolutely, uh, big head mode, and, and like, like you could make the you could make their blood like green or purple or like yeah. I mean it was just it was definitely a lot of fun to play and um, honestly a lot of these games um, I had dabbled in a couple of times but when I was younger my brother would play these all the time and I one of my fo- like my fondest memories growing up was sitting around eating cereal or fucking chocolate or just <laughs> being a fucking child you know. Coming in and out of the house, playing fucking soccer in the street, and then watching him play fucking various video games. Right. Turok, though, was the shit. I had all the games. I don't know where they are, to be completely honest. I thought you had a Turok over there. I, I thought I did, too. Did you see a Turok in there? It's I did not. I'm a little too upset concerned with all because the other ones. it's I was. Either, I got too excited. I know that my brother does have some of my games, um, like Majora's Mask in particular, and okay. I think some of my Turok games he does have at his house, but... Between bringing them to your house at your old place um, and Disney playing them, um, I'm not sure if that oh. is where it was lost or if it was lost in the move um, or whatever. So I don't know where they I don't are. I think but so. I don't know. I'm bummed. So we'll have to go fi- have to try find to find it. There's some so many games. stores around here yeah. that sell that stuff. Well, and I'm not like I said, I'm not. I'm not saying that Disney fucking lost it or whatever. But I just, sure. I just don't know what happened or where it is. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, so Turok, number 10, that's a pretty good game for Turok. sure. The whole series, I get it. I, yeah. Oh, man. I wish I would have cheated like you guys. I was all strict about it, and I was like, I'm going to do only 10 games. I'm not going to pick series. That was the oh, only you're gonna one be, that I no, did a series. You're, you're going to be pissed at me by the end no, of this. No, I'm not Don't pissed worry. at all. I just wish no, I was you will creative. Be. <laughs> all right, then. Let's let's go on, then. Nate, what is your number 10? Every game ever released. No. Uh, <laughs> So uh, the very first one, uh, just to go back, extremely old school, and mine is not in order. Like Kylie's is okay. Okay. Um, Donkey Kong. Okay. Like the original one. The original. original. No, just Donkey Kong. Jumping up the ladders and stuff. Like the most simple as hell. Super fun. And yeah, you know, like that game, the amount of hours of my life that I've spent (laughs) on that game when I was a little kid. Oh my god. At Seven Eleven, or when we went camping right. one year, and we were at this crappy ass trailer park. Oh, that's right. They did have video games at that Seven Eleven in Loveland. Didn't they, they used to. Have, that's the only thing that Holy sucks about shit. video games at home kicking ass is <laughs> there used to be video game machines everywhere. All there used the to be place. arcade machines everywhere. Now we just so have yeah, one but up. I mean, really, it's just it's it's really hard to beat Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, and I sure. mean they've. Like a lot of those games, they've continued to make more and more and more and more mm-hmm. sequels and that kind of shit. But there's like three levels basically to Donkey Kong that just repeat and get progressively more difficult. Right. And they've never really added any more to that formula because <laughs> it was just kind of perfect. Yeah. They, so it, they were wizards when it came to making addictive games, especially yeah. like arcade people. The, you know, that was the, I also that was my introduction to let video me see games. See if I did Donkey Kong. I tried really hard not to include um, arcade ports. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I did at one point have Burger Time on my list. Well, to be fair, it was also a Nintendo arcade machine. I know, I know, and that's and that that was 
specifically created by Nintendo, but like Burger I guess Time. Burger Time, like I would, not. I wouldn't argue with you. That's a great game. It was so. That much was fun. a great game. Throwing the salt at him, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, got you. Show the, show I thought those were eyeballs. Movies. I didn't realize those were like eggs or whatever, the, or like onions or oh, whatever. Yeah, what were was, those things? It was hot dogs and onions. And, and yeah, uh, I thought it was eyeballs. I'm like, else. what the hell is going yeah. on here? <laughs> Just run. Eyeball hamburgers. Oh, and how yeah. satisfying <laughs> is it when you smash them when you run across the bun and the <laughs> bun falls, falls down and they just yeah. and you smash them. Yes, oh, I have like, you now. It's very yeah, no, and I I, I was thinking game. about it and I was like, I, I do have one ported game on here. Okay, I don't think it was, I think it was ported from the sixty four. See, and I avoided I avoided any multiplats. But I did not like. I tried like, that too. I have one know. of those as well on my top ten. Okay, that's um, fine. But Donkey Kong, so all right, Kylie's number 10 was Turok. Nate's number 10 was Donkey Kong. My number 10 is Super Mario 3 for NES. Oh, yeah, and see, that's why I avoided that series because I was definitely. Donkey oh, my God. And that, oh, my God, I played that game so much. So much to the point where I wasn't, I wasn't going to the store. Like, you remember Showtime? You remember Showtime? I worked at Showtime. Shout out to Showtime. Shout out. <laughs> but There's I one left. Yeah, it is, it's way over. And um, they do Ash vs. Evil Dead, by the way. The the channel Showtime. Yeah. We're talking about the store Showtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, good shout out. Anyway, Showtime, I would always go there and rent games. But during the Super Mario 3 spell that I had, I would rent a Game Genie. <laughs> oh. Instead of renting Mario 3, or renting a different game, I would always get a Game Genie. Because I wanted to beat the shit out of that game. And I wanted to beat it, like, handily, you know what I mean? And I did 100% it, like, before, kind of. Like, I, I went through all the different levels and everything, and I left the system on for days and days and days. <laughs> and Remember like, when you yell at your parents about that? Oh, Turn my that God. Off. Don't shut it no, off. No, don't. I have a beating. I I'm on fucking level seven. I can't close. But, no, and I, I did it. You know, like, took me forever. But I, I ended up doing it. And then I wanted to, like, find the different cheats and stuff. With the okay. Game Genie I never and, like, played that game with a Game Genie. It was a lot of fun. I did you ever have a game genie? I didn't. No, no. I never. Or did had you ever one. have a game shark though? Uh, yes. Okay, okay, so same, same principle, thing, same yeah. thing. Um, I think the game genie company actually might have gotten just litigated into the ground by <laughs> Nintendo, even though they technically Probably. weren't breaking the law. Nintendo used to sue the shit out of everyone. Yeah, they um, did. <laughs> yeah, Damn it, Nintendo! Well, it's funny because yeah, so they, used, but they used to have the cheat codes in the Nintendo powers. So, what was your introduction? And that's they wanted you to buy their magazine. What was your introduction to? Were you one of the wizard? people in terms of that was your introduction to super mario 3 did you see the wizard back when that was in theaters the movie with fred savage no because it's like an hour and a half long infomercial for nintendo games and then at the end they unleash the holy grail the greatest game of all time and it's like the gates of heaven (laughs) opening and what's behind there super mario 3 (laughs) it's greatest thing ever anyways that is such a good game yeah and that was the first game i had when you know when i was younger um my oh, what was it i think my stepmom lived with this lady that had a nintendo and she had so the first game i was really introduced to was kung fu oh yeah for nes kung fu duck hunt duck hunt and the original super mario that little pack Dark. and every time i'd go over there i'd just play that nintendo you know so then when roommate moved out and i you know we all moved in together and stuff like I was crying because I was like, well, I thought she had the Nintendo. I was like four or five. And I was like, I thought it was her that had the Nintendo. I wanted to play the Nintendo. And I cried for like a long time. A long time. <laughs> and then my dad finally got one of the regular Nintendos. 
and it was funny because it was it was a lucky year for me. I got a Nintendo system with Super Mario three, and then my mom, being the person that she is, wanted to upstage my dad, and so she got she hired a Santa to bring me a Super Nintendo oh. that had just recently come out that year. You you just recently and told so me about that Santa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was. I'm pretty sure he was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> in a lot of different bad ways. Bad Santa. <laughs> yeah. Bad Santa. Yeah, it, it might have actually been that guy, whatever that guy's name is. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Thornton. Bob Thornton. It might have been Billy Bob coming in my house. Mm-hmm. But no, and so I, I had it in NES, but even after I got the Super Nintendo, I always played my regular Nintendo. And I always played. And see, maybe that's why you didn't like the SNES as much as I did, is because for me, my Nintendo was starting to like get all crickety and old oh, and yeah, dusty yeah. by the time the Super Nintendo came out. So you were ready for it. So I was, ew, 16 bits. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Excellent choice of a game. That um, is, it's it's hard to top it. Some say it's the greatest Mario game ever made. I would have to agree with that. Definitely. You know, I so. would, I would argue otherwise. Uh, but I think that other games are gonna be <laughs> It's a great game either way. You're right. All right. So moving on to number nine, Kylie. What is your number nine? My ninth, which you just talked shit about, <laughs> is Luigi's Mansion. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, you did talk shit about that. You what did. the hell? Which I'm appalled, yeah, you can just stay silent during this section. Um, Mute myself. Sorry. We're good. But I I picked that one just because, first of all, like you said, I was excited. Luigi has a game. Yeah, exactly. Finally. But it was it was fun. There's a lot of characters that you like recognized, a couple new ones, um, colors, you know, just all around like just like happy fun times. You know (laughs) what I mean? And like when you think of playing it as a kid, it's just like it's pretty sweet. I guess I just nothing spooky, but the spooky part of it was like fun scary just exactly. kind of corny and like aware of the fact that it was corny it's just like right the character boo in general in, like you know like the yeah he, luigi was, he was, was the boss man right yeah, luigi was the scary. perfect character to be exploring like, a haunted mansion too. <laughs> totally. out of any character in all of video games for luigi to be doing that that's what i liked about it speaking of luigi or i guess waluigi in general um but luis <laughs> waluigi, waluigi is that like the that's that, yeah. that is the guy with the mustache oh my god luis looks just yeah. like waluigi all oh tall god. and mexican or well okay uh, Latino, I thought, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, but, you know, I just, I don't know, I just, I really wanted, when GameCube came out, I was so disappointed in GameCube because when it came out, there wasn't a Mario game. It started with fucking Luigi's Mansion. But that game and then was the, so cool. And then the game that came out for that was a Mario game was Super Mario Sunshine. And I hated that game. That, that game was it wasn't right. a proper that was follow the up. Worst it was the Mario game. But it was alright. Like you know. I say, I my vote that was the worst one out of. I would say, it's, and it, it probably is, probably is worst, but it's yeah. still not a bad game. Uh, you I, know, I thought it was decent. I, I had a good time playing it's, it. There's fun things about it, but it definitely doesn't hold up to the other 3D. Right. right. Well, and I really like the happy sunshine fun time. <laughs> the island like, itself, whatever the hell it was called, was kind of fun. I did and like the fact painting. that you're spraying the water to get yeah, the tar it, off yeah. of everything or whatever. Or, everything. Yeah, the ink. Right. It's definitely it wholesome and cute. Yeah. And, you know. All right. So Luigi's Mansion, number nine, Kylie. Okay. All right. I'll accept that. What about you, Nate? Number nine. All right. So I don't even have to say the name of the game. If we were going to sit down and play this together, yeah. which a lot of people did this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the very first thing I would say before we play is no odd job. Ha! Right? So Goldeneye. <laughs> right? Sure. Oh, fuck you, no. I had that one, too. No odd job, by the way. Seriously, that's that's a rule. But well, honestly, like, I mean, do you even need to explain like why that <laughs> game like should be like considered one of the best Nintendo games of all time? You know, it's it changed multiplayer gaming. It by the way, we are talking about shooters. Goldeneye 007. Yes, 64. Goldeneye 007 for the Nintendo 64. 
it's the only game that I'm aware of ever that was based on a movie that most people would agree was a good movie. Sure. Not a great movie, maybe, but a good movie. And this game was considerably better than the movie. Movie-based games are always crap. They yeah. phone it in. They're terrible. Oh, my God, yeah. GoldenEye, I mean, the single player, a lot of fun, really cool. But the multiplayer, like, yeah. oh, my God. So much fun killing your friends, finding all the little <laughs> hiding spots, yeah. waiting for them oh, to yeah. come around the corner. And, and then the all of a sudden you hear the, dan it, dan and it's the back and forth, blood on your screen. It's like, <laughs> son of a that, I figured that would be on somebody's list. Everybody fucking loves definitely. that. Loading it up with moon rakers in that one and just right. one-shotting each other every right. time. I mean, the golden gun. shooters are still fun now. Don't get me wrong. But, but that, that was the game that basically pioneered the shooter. Uh, yeah. That, that well, game that is everybody's fun. Any game I now. can't. Was it Perfect Dark that came out before GoldenEye or was mm-hmm. it GoldenEye that came Perfect, out? Yeah, Perfect GoldenEye Dark was first. So then GoldenEye Perfect Dark's sweet, though. So yep. then definitely GoldenEye pioneered yeah. that. Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark was the same company, though. It was rare. They And they refined that formula. And they used the same level landscapes as goldeneye pretty much yeah a little bit better technology but yeah i would yes i would i would definitely agree that i I kept goldeneye off my list so all right well i'm glad i included it then i'm glad you did too because that's why i I had to get rid of mario to make a few games like this That's funny. So I'm glad you included Luigi's Mansion and Josh should not talk shit and you should yeah. probably go back and replay that game. <laughs> I guess maybe I could. God, maybe I could. What was your number nine? My number nine, and this, I really, really tried hard to not do this. I tried hard not to make like a ported game from another system. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't want to, but I just couldn't. Metal Gear Solid. The Twin Snakes. Okay. I kind of had a feeling you were going to do know, that when I was making my I list. figured, too. I honestly, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, is he's probably going to do that. That, I mean, I I had already been playing Metal Gear for, you know, a couple of years before before this game even came out. And it was, you know, I started on Metal Gear 2 for PlayStation 2, and then I, I, I borrowed a PS1 from one of my friends just so I could play. Like, I went out and I bought Metal Gear Solid, the first one, the, like, two-disc game. I went out and bought that game. And then, like, found someone to let me borrow their PlayStation. Like, I had the game before I had a PlayStation. And uh, so I, and I loved playing that one, and I played through it a few times and stuff. But um, obviously, I had to give the PlayStation back. So I didn't, I didn't really get to play it again. And then when the GameCube came out, that there was a, a system, like a package deal that came with the GameCube and the Twin Snakes. And that's the one that I had gotten. And I played the fucking shit out of it. I'm talking like any way you can beat that game, I beat it. I beat it without killing anyone, like putting everyone to sleep. I beat it without fucking being seen by anyone. Um, I beat it like even the uh, even the bosses. Like when I fought a boss, I would use the trank gun to kill him. When I did the <laughs> not killing anyone, like did all of it. You know what I mean? And just wore that game out and. I couldn't, you know, for GameCube, that was one of my top mm. for when it first came out and, like, when when I was playing a GameCube and stuff. Like yeah, if you're going to pick a ported game, picking a Hideo Kojima game was a good idea. Indeed. Anything, <coughs> anything fucking Konami. badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anything Konami back in the day. Konami now can go fuck well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think They're I like the LJN of video gaming now. I believe I have a couple Konami games. Yeah, I, yeah. For sure. We'll, we'll um, keep going here. But yeah, so then we're going to move on to yep, number, number eight. eight. What's yours? My number eight is Pokemon Stadium. Nice. Awesome. Nice. And it's mostly because, I don't know, it's it's definitely traditional and it's got a lot of the really cool stuff that you expect from Pokemon games. 
the battling is really sweet and you know creating your own little lineup of fucking shit finally but seeing that shit in 3d the mini games yo <laughs> oh, the yeah. mini games are so fun dude there like sometimes i would just like you know like um in high school or whatever we'd like get drunk and play some games or whatever but i without fail i'd always pull up pokemon stadium <laughs> and be like let's play these nine particular mini games <laughs> and like and I when you fuck up you gotta drink exactly exactly so i, I was exactly definitely what a big fan of that song or that song that um like that game know. that was probably the first did um, you have Nintendo the porting? 64 game i had for did you pokemon. did you port your pokemon from your like uh from your game boy game like the game boy system to the you know what i mean because i know you could yeah. you had the little port in the and back of the could, 64 yeah. and you could do it did you I do that i didn't i didn't okay. um I don't know. It was kind of fun to start, you know, from scratch or whatever. Yeah. Actually, this game in particular, I had gotten from like a used game store, so there was actually a couple. I was gonna say, in a lot of times you could just do the pre-leveled Pokemon, yeah. like you and, go pick. And a, those were gold. Like yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to play that now. I kind of want to go get my team together. Hell yeah! You know, I'd, lo- I'd like squad. to make a new pa- team. I, the team that I had was like. There was no strategy to it. It was just they were all just the most powerful the fucking, yeah. yeah. And so you always win without fail, but I would always love to just, you know, try to, like, create a strategy and have my cute little Bulbasaur, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> have, like, the level 100 Actually Pikachu. Actually play the game, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, and they had those cool challenges on there, too, where you went and yeah. fuck the gym leaders and stuff, right? That Yeah, that game is, there's and a so whole you, lot of... You did have to, strategy, you had to have a strategy for it to go beat those certain... Leaders, so. true. But there's always those back ways that, you know, sometimes, oh, yeah. especially back then when I was younger, I'd like to take the easy route. <laughs> well, you could, I had the friends that had all the Pokemon, so I had Mewtwo on mine. And yeah. Mew and shit. So, like. The two that I th- I can remember, okay, the, the three I remember in particular that I had on my one was like Aerodactyl. That's okay. Aerodactyl's good too. <laughs> Aerodactyl, Snorlax, and um, uh, Mewtwo. Okay. Yeah. Snorlax. Which is like obviously it's just it's the biggest like most <laughs> yeah. powerful Pokemon. It's like not even cool. Like yeah. nobody's impressed by that. That's They're the like, game oh, you picked the powerful ones, cool. Like that's the game that everyone's like, no Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, always seriously. a rule with me and my brother for sure. Right. <laughs> the odd job of that game. Yeah. Nice. All right, nice. cool. Pokemon Stadium. I did love that game. We're gonna play that sometime soon. Totally for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Nate, you're number All right. eight. So uh you picked a Konami game, I picked a Konami game. Uh Contra. Nice. Nice. You know. That, that, nice. It's funny because I actually did not realize until probably the last two or three years that that NES version was an arcade port or a port of an arcade game. And I, I, because they actually released the arcade game on either PS3 or PS4 on PlayStation Network. Yeah. And the arcade game, like the sprites are bigger, whatever, but it kind of just sucks. It was hard to move. It just doesn't feel right the yeah. whatever they did on that nes that game's pretty much perfect oh, man. and i actually so just hard. played through it last week did you yeah oh i mean yeah definitely. to the end did you beat it yeah but you nice. gotta put in the contra code like right. without the con the konami code i mean right without the extra lives the the 30 konami lives code. i mean i've seen people beat it but i've never beaten it i've gotten to like level six but past stage six is Damn. yeah so that's uh Great game. That uh, it's that's that's funny. Fun the two player, the band that I played, I Fight Dragons for mm-hmm. that Zelda thing. Last time I saw them, they uh, it was at the Bluebird, and they're they're all they're all about fucking Nintendo and stuff. They're all about that shit. Like they make they play controllers with their for their music, like they nice. use their controllers to make sounds. But they pulled someone up off stage, out of the audience, and was like, "If you can beat the first level of Contra before we finish this song, we'll give you a free T-shirt." That's awesome. Nope. 
didn't no. do it. Yeah. Do you think you um, could have done it? I think I could have. Yeah. Nice. Did, uh, <laughs> so it, did, um, did Battletoads make it? It did this? not. Okay, Sadly, because that came not. up earlier, right? And so that's a good time to bring it up is just that Contra is one of those games where they balanced like increasing the difficulty a little bit with the true. fact that you have two people. Because I true. think, unless I'm wrong, it seems like there's a little bit more enemies or some extra shit on screen when you have two people. Maybe there isn't. But it, it's it's helpful having a second player either way. I think way. they did it a lot more with Ghouls and Ghosts. Battletoads, on the other hand, when you have a second player, it becomes it's infinitely more difficult. Relentless. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> you You'll never even... beat Battletoads two-player. I don't even honestly know if it's, it's like been done. You don't done. even want to play with I your don't... friends at this point. I don't no. think... I don't... I don't think it has been done. I don't know if it has. It Not probably has been. I'm sure it has. I beat that game I've by myself. I had to I've, do it by myself. I've never seen that done either. Really? I believe it. I believe it. But I've never seen was, it. it was rough. So what was your number seven? Um, in my number eight. My number oh, eight. My number eight. eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm looking. It's like, no, third one out of ten. No. <laughs> ten, eight. Shit. <laughs> so my number eight was Majora's Mask. Okay. It was 64. Okay. I need to play it again because I... I think I was out solid. I didn't ever really give it a shot. So why is that game so good? That is why I put it on there because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. And I, when I got Ocarina of Time, this is also why I put Majora's Mask on here because I fucking stuck it out, dude. I got Ocarina of Time and I ended up buying the book. Yeah. You know, like I, I got it. I, I still beat the Water Temple without the book, but like I needed it for finding extra like hearts and all that shit because I'm a hundred percenter. So I wanted to get all that. So I got the book for Ocarina, but with Majora's Mask, I like vowed to not buy that book, and I beat it after a couple months. Yeah, I beat it. Um, and it, I, I think I put it on that list. And why it's one of my favorite Zelda games is because of the fact that like I stuck it through, and they were so brilliant about how timing was of the essence, and that you know what I mean. And like they added such a different spectrum to the Zelda verse, <laughs> you know, like. This whole, this whole little town that Link falls into, like a lot of people think that he's dead in this game, that he falls into like a purgatory and the clock town is a purgatory. But um, just to think that there's this little town with a moon falling into it and you know, that it has- So you're on like a timer is, in the game then? Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, for anyone that didn't- Three days, quote unquote. Anyone that didn't play Majora's Mask, you basically, you start the game as Link and you just got robbed by the Skull Kid. So the Skull Kid from Ocarina of Time the one that like you play the the song to the yeah, forest yeah. song to mm-hmm. whatever. he uh, had stolen the mask of Majora from the mask salesman who is also in Ocarina of Time yeah the happy mask salesman yeah okay. that guy is in, in Majora's mask and he is the one that has Majora's mask and the little skull kid steals it from him and then puts the mask on and Majora's mask is like made of dark magic and so it takes over the skull kid and then uh, he he basically like robs you and. And takes all of your, what's he? Takes your, takes your items, and your horse, hmm. and then turns you into a Deku scrub. Okay. So at the very beginning of the game, you started as, as a scrub, one of those things that pops up out of the ground and shoots the walnut. You know? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. You start yeah. out as that little fucking thing, that little squeaker guy, and oh my god, I it took me so long just to figure out how to get out of Clocktown. Because you had to, you had to do things in a certain order, like you do in, in Zelda. You know, like think of getting the big Goron sword and how many different things you had to do in order and like at a certain time or like you were timed to do it. Mm-hmm. So in this one, when you start on day one of three in Majora's, you start in Clock Town day one, and you have to figure out how to stop the moon from falling to the earth in three days. And like, 
you, I mean, there's a bunch of roundabout things. You go talk to these kids, and you go talk to this other guy, and the, the tear drops from the moon, and then, like, you sell the teardrop to this fucking Deku scrub, and he sells you a land of a, pro- a property deed, and then you jump up to the clock tower, and you're able to go up to the moon and fight the little skull kid that has Majora's Mask. Like, there's so much shit that you have to figure out, and they don't tell you how to do any of it. It's It was... That was the other reason why I liked it so much was because it was just like another game on my list that I won't talk about now, but they just dropped you in and was like, have fun. Mm-hmm. You know cool. what I mean? And so I'll have to go back and check it out. So you you, you, know, you drop in and you have to talk to everyone and, and figure out where to go. And then I also 100% of that game. Do you, have that, on, do you have that cartridge? I do not. Okay. No, that's I do like have that is that's one of the ones one. I have it's, at my uh, brother's yeah. house. It's on my Wii. Okay. Like I have it downloaded. I bought it. Okay. On there. Okay. You could probably I could probably I'll download go, it on my I Wii U. I need to go raid his room because there's going to be Nintendo 64 and oh, Star yeah. Wars toys that we both want. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> nice. So yeah, well, let's Majora's keep rolling. Mask, definitely, um, definitely my one of my favorite 64 games. So yeah, nice. definitely keep rolling. Um, your number seven now. We're on to seven. My number seven is Mario Party three. Okay. Okay. Mario I never Party's really played the Mario Party games much. Really, yeah. Mario Party's the shit. First of all, it, it, do, it doesn't matter whether you're sober and you're playing with your boyfriend, or you have <laughs> a bunch of drunk people over. Like Mario Party is always a really good time. Mario Indeed. Party three in particular was one of my favorites. Um, it's on the N sixty four. Um, but it was one of the first games I ever rented from like Blockbuster or something, oh, nice. like so that I could play. Yeah. And That's so cool. we would, like it was actually like probably about three weeks in a row we'd go back every Friday or whatever and go renew it, but I uh, mean my brother and sister would always play that a lot. Um, Mario Party, like I said, is just fun in general, but this one in particular was just I don't know. I think f- probably because it was the first one I played. It's just okay. Was that and that was 64? on sixty four, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I, I think it was the that final prior. one for the sixty four. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, and we have four for the GameCube. Yeah, oh, okay. and and then we played which one that we played on the Wii that was really fun. Oh man, I can't remember which one it was. Probably Mario Party Wii. Mario no, Party is the shit. I no, have Wii I have everything. Mario Kart on the Wii, and then there was a Super Mario Brothers Wii. We played a, a Mario scrolling. Party. I swear though, because remember I kept but like okay, so when we first the started was the dating, home I kicked games. your ass at um, Mario Kart, but right. then I kicked your ass but at we, Mario Party. But we played the GameCube game on the Wii. Okay, so it was looked it the, like we were playing it on the Wii, but it was... It was then? Yes. Okay, yes. sure. Okay. okay. Nice. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Cool. Mario Party 3. I ne- I never played that one. I'll Super check fun. It out. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. I'd like yeah. to actually get that one day. Let's do it. Very so. nice. Yeah. All right, Nate, so you're number seven. So I got seven. a feeling, especially since it sounds like neither of you played a ton of Super Nintendo, that maybe you missed this game. Whoa. But uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Dude. That was my shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have that some was, obscure Super Nintendo I, games too, I but really, I really, really struggled uh, between that and uh, <coughs> the Mutant League sports games in terms of really fun oh. off-the-wall sports games or uh, multiplayer games. And oh, what finally yeah. did it for me is I don't think you could play Zombies A My Neighbors on Sega. Maybe you could, but I thought it was a Super Nintendo exclusive. Uh, either way, um, awesome yeah, awesome it was fun. Game. I love that so game. much fun. And at the surface, it just looks like a crazy run and gun like arcade game. But when you start getting into further levels, you realize that if you don't plan accordingly and really like watch your resources and like plan a, for the it's later like a levels, evil game. you exactly you really have to start hoarding your your good ammunition and your consumables, right? Uh, or you won't make it past like the third or fourth stage, right? So yeah. 
fun. I'm amazed fun. that they haven't made like a modern updated version of it, considering that zombies That's are true. fucking That's everywhere. That's true. But and I, they've made HD remakes of everything. I don't think that game was very well received. What do you call it? Received. Was it? I don't know. I don't remember it being that huge of a game. I mean, it didn't do that well, true, but it's retro, it's kitsch, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that's true. Nintendo, if you're listening and you didn't tune out when I mispronounced Konnichiwa at the beginning, <laughs> um, <laughs> you should Please definitely remake Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, uh, for good all game. you. Good game. For all you people at Nintendo that are listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right, cool. We're going to move on to my number seven, mm-hmm. which you might have missed this game, Nate. Joe and Mac? I never played it. <laughs> I know what I, I... I'm familiar with for it, kind it's, of. It's but. for either the NES or the Super Nintendo. It's kind of mm-hmm. the same kind of game. Yeah. Um, but you're just these cavemen. And you go through the game, and you fight giant dinosaurs, and you throw bones at them. And it's it was so much fun. That was a game that I put on my list because me and my mom played it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was a two-player game. You could play as two. You could play as Joe or Mac. <laughs> and so we would always go through it, and... I think we beat that game together. That was one of the games that like me and my mom played all the way through. That's cute. Okay. One of the games that we would play and then have to write codes down and go to the store later next week and get the game again, you know, to finish it. Um, and that, yeah. So that Joe and Mac was a lot of fun for me. I wish I think I have it over there on my um, Super Nintendo that I have. Mm-hmm. 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 Not a modded Wii. <laughs> <laughs> Very but no, cool. Um, if you ever get a chance to play that game. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I'll just have to let you borrow my Wii one of these days. Yeah, we can at some point. Just go. Sounds like a plan. Geek out for a week. You won't leave your house. That sounds pretty good. Um, all right, moving on to number six. Kylie, what is your number six? My number six is actually uh, Zelda Majora's Mask. And nice. I won't go too far into it because you already did. Um, okay. But the reason I really liked it a lot was because even still to this day, it's one of the harder Zelda games. Oh, yeah. Um. We did end up buying the book eventually, mm-hmm. um, just because we are kind of like the hundred percent people that like sure. you know. So we did play the game, um, and I'm uh, when I say we, I'm talking about my brother and I. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, a lot of the times, a lot of these video games, you know, him and I would pass off the controller all night long, like so we played it together. Um, sure. But uh, like I said, it was a lot of it was really really hard. Um, it was a lot of fun though. It was kind of darker, so uh, you know, it's it's it's. It's kind of like watching a TV show or a movie. It kind of puts you in that, like, persona. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was hard. Um, the characters were really neat. A lot of them, like, if, you know, just like I was saying before about the other game, um, a lot of familiar faces, a lot of new characters. And so I really enjoyed playing that game a lot. I'm a huge fan of Zelda, so. <laughs> nice. All right. Kylie's number six is Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. Nate, what is your number six? So, I have never beaten this game. What? And the frustrating thing about having never quite beaten this game is I recently found out that there are people that have beaten this game blindfolded. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I know, that's bull. It's fucking bullshit. The cat's pissed. She's one of them. She's beat it blindfolded. She's She's like, like, she's like, you put my cat and I've beat that game. She's like, I know exactly what game you're about to talk about. Mike Tyson's (laughs) punching. Oh. (laughs) Nice. Fuck that game. Now, I believe that I might be able to get potentially to the turban guy, you know, without my eyes open. Oh, my God. But I have no idea how anyone beats a game, period. Well, especially with their eyes closed. But I can make it to Tyson. I've never made it past Tyson because he hits you once and you're just just fucking done. done. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's kind of realistic, at least to their credit. And that's the NES but, version, right? Yeah, the NES version of Mike Tyson's Punch Out before the shit went down with Mike Tyson and it right. just became Punch Out featuring Mr. Dream. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that's you right. Know, just, and that was, that was the Super Nintendo version. Yeah, and they the actually, act, there are NES versions of Punch Out, just called really? Punch Out. Okay. Um, that where it's Mr. Dream at the end. And uh, at least I hope that's correct. I think that's right. <laughs> Anyways, great game. Really simple. Hell yeah. um, but a it's, lot of fun. I could never, I could never get very far in that one. I, that was one of those I rented it once and I was like, mm, you had no. to memorize it. And yeah. it's, you know, I think at least maybe being a few years older, I think most all of my friends are... got into it. So you all traded like the tricks and yeah, stuff like that. And true. if you all were trading like, well, this is how you beat this guy on the playground. Then you could go home that day and oh, actually yeah. have a chance to be like, okay, when his like turban flashes, that's when you need to hit down. Right. Shit like that. <laughs> So, um, sweet number six. Yep. Mike Tyson's punch out. All right. My number six, um, is the only one that I have that was ported, I believe from, uh, yeah. Episode one racer, Nintendo 64. Okay. Okay. The pod racer. I think I have, right? I have that game, right? You do. Yes. Yeah. And I have the new version for that came up for PS3, which that, is terrible. That's but what, uh, Shelby it's, playing, a, right? isn't it yeah. amazing that the 64 version it's is so much, so much better. It is better. It's Dude, awesome. And I love that, game. That's, that one didn't make my top 10, but it's definitely honorable. That's mention. just, I mean, me being a star Wars fan, I had to have a star Wars game on there and it Absolutely. was, a, it was a hard choice between rogue squadron and pod racer. But I, I bought, Pod Racer when it first came out, like I was, I had a Nintendo Power magazine and I was like counting down the fucking days. Yeah. And I did it. I did it with Majora's Mask and uh, Racer, where I was like, oh my god, fucking November seventh or whatever. It's I'm I'm gonna go to Kmart and I'm gonna buy this game, and I did, and I played the shit out of it. And a lot of people were always like, why do you play that so much? And I'm like, because it's so much fun. It is fun. And I loved playing as the different Pod Racers and the characters and like, oh man, and I I hunt. I got through well, every single level except for the very last track, yeah. which was, oh no, no, it was the special tracks, the last four special tracks, that were like giant. They were huge, and just the amount of fuck. It was one of those things where you had to memorize them, and you had to memorize where the shortcuts were, and like where you had to skid or drift. Mm. I don't know what they call it in pod racing, You're right. but, <laughs> but they had to drift a lot and stuff. And like that last one on there, I just could never do it. And f- for so long, I tried. I mean, I held on to my 64 for years. Yeah. And, like, I'd always turn it on and be like, I, I, I think I could probably do it. I could probably do it. Nope. My Never. favorite part of that about that game is how fast-paced it is. Oh, it's yeah. Like, out of but all it doesn't seem fast-paced. Like, but it is so fast-paced. I know. You have to, like, if you ever turn and it, like, you minuscule, like, do it, like, a millimeter, you know? Like, other than that, you're going to fucking run into the wall. Like, oh, yeah, that game's sure. a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they really did make a good, take a great moment from episode one, the pod race, which was really fun. Now you go back and watch it, and it's lost some of its luster, bit, I think, for yeah. most people. But back then, it was still really cool. Yeah. And they made such a good, like, faithful game out of it that yeah. really felt like that scene in the movie. The new, the new Star Wars, like, series that they're writing is, I mean, Han Solo is a pod racer. Okay. Han Solo is, like, a coach of a pod racing team, and they That's go around the galaxy and do that stuff. Nice. Um, so, all right, so number... Six for me was episode one, Podracer, and we will move on to number five. One of those RPGs, it's like 50 hours to be, to beat. Sorry. Great song. One of those games that takes forever to complete. Like 50 hours to beat, but like 200 hours to complete, you oh, know what I mean? Like one of those ones with like 
Because, you know, some RPGs get so grindy and just fucking just insane. Right. And so he's talking about it. And, like, in order to 100% it, you have to get, like, everyone in your party up to, like, level 99 oh, and, like, God. all this stuff. And he was just like, I do not recommend trying to complete <laughs> this game. Like, beat it, yes, but. All right, and we're going to come back here now from our little tiny uh, Mario break, and we're going to keep going with number five. Kylie, what is your number five? My number five is um, Soul Calibur 2 for GameCube. Huh. Wow, yes. surprising. Yeah. Is that the one? That Why I, is that surprising? I just didn't expect a fighting game. Like, is oh. that Does that have Yoda in it? Um, is that the one with Yoda? No. Okay. Um, that I, was four. Okay, either ways. I am uh, huge into fighting games. Okay. I love um, Mortal Kombat, like we were talking about we earlier. We were just talking about and that. And I love yeah. Street Fighter. I'm actually, and it's not um, necessarily a mashing of the buttons, but with every single fighting game, there's a certain series of buttons you can press that you always win. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Soul Calibur in particular, I really liked a lot. I really liked to play as Talum. She had like the double, like the twin blades and shit like that. Oh yeah, okay. Fucking badass chick. Like, Which one was that for GameCube? It was GameCube. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I really nice. liked that game a lot, and like I, every single time I play as her in particular, like kick fucking ass. I didn't, uh, I didn't see that one coming. No. To be honest, with I, you. I feel like we've talked about that game before. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I just, ha- I'd I love to get it. Like I didn't see it coming as one of your top ten. Oh, totally. You know? I love Shit. that game. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Number five, Soul Calibur two, Kylie. Yes. All right, number five, Nate. What is yours? All right. So uh, anyone that ever says video games don't teach you anything <laughs> is a goddamn liar full of shit. <laughs> Because this game basically taught me how to read because I wasn't able to complete it without really learning how to read at least some basic verbs. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Warrior. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I never played that game. Yeah, it was... Uh, for which system? For NES. Okay, cool. Yeah, and so really now very simple, but a lot of what we take for granted in RPGs now was set up by that game and another game that we'll talk about in a little bit. Okay. Um, but... Uh, you basically walk around, you're this knight going and trying to rescue this princess, and then that turns into trying to defeat this wizard and bring balance to the land, right? Yeah, okay. And <laughs> everything. And you get better gear as you go through. And again, all of those tropes and stuff really were kind of established in this game. Okay. And, um, you know, it's just uh, as you walk around, you can talk and search and uh, fight and all these different verbs that are on the screen. And so my parents finally got tired of me saying, like, what does that say? What does that say? What does that say? And people would say to you, like, thou shout such and such and this, that, and the other. So I really had to learn how to read in okay. order to play this game. Huh. Like, and yeah. Like, you had to have been pretty it, young then when you started playing Yeah, I think I was, like, five, okay. you know. And so, like, nice. I had to get better at reading. It's not like I had no idea what any word said. But thou and shalt and right. that sure, kind of sure. stuff as a kid weren't Traditional common. English Shakespeare kind yeah, of. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely so, had some of those issues with those old games too. Yeah, and so games. it just, you know, needing to really quickly be able to look and see when you looked at the options, the difference between search and stairs and door and stuff it just really helped with like snap reading. And on top of that, even, even though by today's standard, it's a very simple game. Uh, the magic system was kind of fun, and the monsters in the game are a lot of fun. They okay. actually just this week released uh, Dragon. It's now called Dragon Quest, I think, because that's what it always was called in the okay. East. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, Dragon Quest uh, Builders, which is like a combination between this RPG game and kind of Minecraft. Okay. Which I'm really excited like the to check Mario that out. Builder? 
kind of, um, maybe? No, more like a, like a Minecraft world, basically, sure. where you're I playing around, Minecraft, but there's... So okay, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but there's monsters in it, basically, oh, okay. that you can fight around and gain XP and stuff, okay. so... Um, yeah, but anyways, so uh, number Dragon five, Warrior. Dragon Warrior, yeah. sweet. All right, so that leaves me with my number five, which is a Super Nintendo game by the name of Zelda A Link to the Past. Ah, one of the best games ever. Very um, nice, yes. By far, one of the best games ever made. I, I mean, this is probably probably my number one, number two, if I want to be specific. <coughs> um, I one of those games that I, I rented and kept renting and kept renting, but like that game saved your name to the cartridge. So I, I couldn't ever get the same fucking game. Right. Because I'd, I'd go rent it again, and it would be a different name on there, or they would have erased it or something. You know what I mean? I hated I, that. Yeah. That was the worst. And so eventually, like, after the fifth time, I was, like, bawling my eyes out because my saved game was done. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I went up to the counter at Showtime and was like, can you guys make sure not to delete my game on this, please? Because I wanted to play it again, but it's know? not like, them who's deleting it. And that's it, though. that's what it was. Yeah. Like I didn't know. Yeah. I was a fucking You're seven years old or something. And, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> like, please don't delete my game. I want to beat it. But that actually ended up leading to that being one of the first games that I ever owned mm-hmm. outside of the game that I got with the Super Nintendo. So I got I got the Super Nintendo with Super Mario World and all stars. That was a pack-in game, yeah. And it came with the other controller and all that stuff. And then I didn't have anything after that for a long time. My mom was always like, no, you got five games on that All-Stars. That's six games total. You don't need any more games. And so <laughs> then, like, okay. Yeah, and then eventually <laughs> I got you know Zelda because I just kept crying so much that a like, save game was done. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those games that I can beat in a matter of hours. Yeah, the I light had, world and the dark world, dude. Everything about that game yeah. is so cool. And I, I had a friend that challenged me, an old roommate, actually, that challenged me. He's like... He's like, that's all right. That's, I can beat that game like, like real quick. That's one of my favorite games. I'm like, I challenge you to a duel. And I was like, I'll beat this game, and then I'll time myself, and then you can beat it and, and time yourself, and we'll see what happens. So he's like, down, accepted, challenge accepted. And the next day – Next month's to, rent. Yeah. <laughs> no, the next day he went to work, and the second he left for work, I got up and started playing it. And when he got back, I was already done. And I was like, I had set a timer on my phone, you know, and like mm-hmm. did all this. It took me like seven and a half hours or something. But I'm talking 100% complete. Yeah. All the hearts and everything. So he gets home and I had left the screen up on the <laughs> on the thing, like the, the heart screen, you know, where you choose your, your character quest. And I had all the hearts. He was all, he had the, all the shields and like the t- t- uh, tunics and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, and then he, my, my roommate walks in and I show him my time. And it's like seven and a half hours. He's like, I, no, you win. <laughs> nice didn't even try it yeah <laughs> didn't even try it. i love it like that's it. awesome so yeah my number five is definitely a link to the past Zelda thank you for including Nintendo. that indeed all right kylie number four what is your number four i included this one because i know i kind of figured both of you would not put it on there but uh super mario 64 okay all right um obviously it kind of goes without explanation yeah. it's one of the greatest games of like all time um fantastic game. i uh Aaron and I, uh, my oldest friend, we used to play that all the time growing up. And it's actually the game that I have right now is her game. Oh, okay. I never gave it back. Oh. And she brings it up all the time. <laughs> did you guys get all the stars and stuff? Did you You know, we d- we did. There is one, because, you know, there's like the little four profiles that you can pick. There uh-huh. is one that is complete in its entirety that I'll never delete. Nice. Um, but, nice. yeah, she'll never get that game back. She doesn't even have a fucking Nintendo 64. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm keeping this. All right. <laughs> She's declaring it right now. You're never getting that game. 
never getting that game back. <laughs> and if she listened right now, she'd be like, that fucking bitch. <laughs> but, um, you know, like I said before, there's no really, there's not a whole lot of explanation needed. That yeah. game's a great game. Everybody loves it. I actually never had that game for my 64. Really? But I did buy it for my DS. When okay. I had a DS. Sure. And it was pretty fun. They, I yeah. mean, I'd played it back in the day. Mm-hmm. I just never owned it or beat it, you know what I mean, until I got it on DS. And, and they had they added different characters into the DS version. Okay. So, so you could play as Yoshi or Wario yeah. or sixty four like Super Mario sixty four as I said earlier is still my favorite game ever made. I love that game, and I don't know if you've ever really seen any speed running, right? But oh, there is yeah. there's, yeah. there's uh. it's it's the number one speed running game out mm-hmm. there. There's still there's a huge community around it. Do they have like hundred hundred twenty stars? Yeah. What do you think the world record is? An hour and a half. Pretty close. An hour and 47 minutes to get oh, all wow. 120 stars. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah. Which, uh, when we, after we're done with this, remind me to show you okay. real quick. It will melt your mind. And as you have to remember also that they're playing with, you know, a 64 controller. So it's not like they're playing with some modern Xbox controller. Like or the GameCube controller. And, you could do and it on the it's, Wii. It's, it, they make it look like parkour. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing, amazing game. Wow. I love that game. I'm and I, I take that back. It. My DS. I did have Mario 64 on my Wii. I still do. Okay, I have a bunch right. of old games on there because they had the store that you could go buy them for like five bucks. Mm-hmm. Or something, yeah. so. And see, that's a huge reason I felt comfortable not including uh, some of those games on my list as I felt confident you guys would include most of my oh. favorite games. <laughs> yeah. So, All right. awesome. So then your number four would be Nate. <coughs> All right. So sorry, sorry, wait, wait. Kylie's number five, Super Mario 64. Or number four, Super Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And now on to Nate's number four. All right, so uh, technically this is two games uh, as one, but I think we would agree that uh, they're kind of one game. Okay. Uh, and again, I you can choose. play it if you have the Game Boy, uh, Super Game Boy. Oh, okay, Super okay. Nintendo. okay. So Pokemon Red and Blue. Okay, oh. I'm, dude, yeah. totally. I mean, yeah. honestly... I thought about that, but I didn't because I didn't want to include handhelds. Yeah, but, you know that, I mean, that really, loophole, like, we fine. could basically, like, you know, save some time. We don't hardly even need to talk about that game. If you've <laughs> never played Pokemon Red and Blue, you <laughs> definitely need to clear yeah. your schedule. You don't know shit about Pokemon. And, I mean, like, like you did you ever see... <laughs> did you see Twitch plays Pokemon? Did you see when that happened? No, uh-uh. So, you know, all you can do when you play Pokemon is you can go up, down, left, right, or you can, like, you know pick menu options mm-hmm. and so basically what they had is they had a whole community of people where everyone could input one of those options uh-huh. and the most voted option is what the character would do okay and the community together managed to beat the game in like three weeks of the <laughs> constant stream because that's, awesome. that's how long it took up, with some up, people up, being up, dickheads up, up. Oh, with yeah. making a move around but that just shows you how much that people still love that game oh yeah, yeah. For and sure. you know i have several other pokemon games None of them compare to Pokemon Blue and Red because mm-hmm. it has a classic 150 Pokemon. Right. Yeah. There's nothing quite as much fun as leveling up your first Charmander oh, and God. everything and just... It's so exciting. It really is. Such a great game. Just like when Pokemon Go came out, like it was so exciting. Every time a Pokemon game comes out, Mm -hmm. it's so exciting to have your your first Charmander and Mm -hmm. your first like evolve and like it's it's so fucking exciting. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So there's a reason that even the newest Pokemon games are still using that exact same formula. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean you got Sun and Moon coming out. Yeah. And that, those games look great. Everybody's yeah. really excited about those games. I and think I've it's, heard it's really neat how like it, the Pokemon are different throughout mm-hmm. pretty much every game. You well, know? I've heard that this wraps the whole thing up. Like, there's there's well, some I don't, theory. I don't like that. 
<laughs> no, but I mean like, <laughs> and going. that, and so no, no, I'm saying they're wrapping it up to reboot it. Oh, and then okay. they're going to reboot it with the original 150 on the new console Which system. Which is great. Mm-hmm. So they could do like a first person Pokemon on a console and game. And see, I, I, I feel like uh, maybe it's because I'm afraid of change, but when it's a game that's outside of their original, I'm, I lose interest. <sighs> I know. And when it's, I, I, I know. A lot, of, a lot of people do. And it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I should feel bad about that, but when it's the original. But at the end I'm of the day, like, so you exciting. can always go back and play Pokemon Blue or Pokemon Red. Exactly. And Indeed. as long as you have a, a never-ending supply of watch batteries, you'll never lose your save state. <laughs> when I, I like, oh you know, God, Pokemon yeah. Stadium's got the original, Pokemon Snap, you know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of games oh, that yeah. you can play, so. Yeah. Oh, Pokemon Snap. I know. All right. I actually, I used to have that game somewhere, too, but. I think. It's actually more fun than you would think. I, I need to go to my brother's stuff. house like so soon. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> but nice. first, let's move on to my number four. Nate's number four was Pokemon Red and Blue, which is very good choice. It's very Because that is definitely the same game. Hell yep. Yeah. I think you had to do some trading or something to get. You did. You have to add the link cable, and that's yeah. Nintendo selling you accessories. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like the only way you can get this game is if you <laughs> find a friend. Blah blah. So all right. So my number four is. Super Return of the Jedi. All right. Because what Josh lists wouldn't be complete without at least two Star Wars exactly, games. Exactly, exactly. I'm surprised they're not all Super Star Wars Return games. of the Jedi. Super Nintendo? Yep. Yeah. Super Nintendo. Uh, duh. Um, they had the original ones for the NES, too. But yeah, those the, weren't that good. The mechanics were so bad on those that it was really hard to play them. So I, when I got you know the Super Return of the Jedi, it was just so good. And the, the graphics in that game... That I'm pretty sure the Return of the Jedi is one of the standout games for Super Nintendo because of the graphics and the way that they did shit. Yeah, there were um, the the fucking X-wing parts where you were in the X-wing or the Millennium Falcon. The very last level of that is the Millennium Falcon going out of the Death Star, like when it's blowing up. So if you don't go fast enough, the flame covers your the ship and you blow up. I think I remember playing so this. Like, yeah. Oh my god! And the amount of times that I played that last fucking part and like i could probably by the time i beat it i could probably play with my eyes closed knowing which way to turn the falcon at which point like yeah because in and yeah that's the thing is they would make really thin fucking like episode one racer would they would make thin doorways that you would have to like turn the ship sideways or diagonal or something because you could turn it in a, in a 360 radius and so they would make it to where if you were just slightly like over the, the the turn radius or whatever that you would blow up, and it was like they had the diagonal ones and mm-hmm. the straight up and down and the across ones and stuff like that. And then they had the one that was, it wasn't all the way in between the up and the sideways, but it was like a little more lean towards sideways. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. when you're leaning? Like I don't know how the the term or the 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 real way to put it, but like when you're turning in in that circle, you know, like. <laughs> pitching and rolling and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. And yeah, yeah. They would just, it was so fucking hard. And the codes for that were so ridiculous. And I remember fighting up her Palpatine and being pissed at that because it took fucking days and days and days and typing in the same 24 like character code. <sighs> it was rough. Mm-hmm. But I beat it and it, it went down. went down for me as one of my favorites for sure because it was, it was good. Good, it was good. So my number four, Super Return of the Jedi for Super Nintendo. On to number three. Kylie, what is your number three? My number three is Super Smash Brothers. Nintendo nice. 64. Nice. Also kind of goes without saying it's a great game. Um, it's one of the games, along with another one that I will be mentioning later, <laughs> that um, 
those are the games that I played. You know sure. what I mean? And like when I would have all different walks of life, you know, any sort of dude over, you know, friend, boyfriend, doesn't fucking matter. Everybody's like, oh, I could beat you at this. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, you want to see? You want to see? <laughs> you, did the, um, you did that with Mario Kart with me. Well, that's the and other I, one that's still, on my list. We but still haven't played Smash Bros. So. We have played Smash Bros. So we played it one time. Mm. We were drinking whiskey and oh, Will was over. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. somebody I else. Whiskey. I think it was Will and his brother, Will and Drew. And uh, I kicked... They're fucking asses, both of them. And Emily played, and I kicked everybody's fucking ass, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm a badass. And then Josh plays, done. Done. I beat I you? Lose. I beat you? You oh, did. Yeah. You did That's beat right. me. Oh, yeah, which I was, was fucking Pikachu. It was very exciting <laughs> for you, because the other game that we're going to be talking about yeah. later, yeah. I kicked your fucking ass. I know. <laughs> and I talked so much shit before, too. It's okay, but Super Smash Bros, though, is a lot of fun. No, even if you suck, it's a lot of fun. Well, they have characters like Link. Well, which Link <laughs> is my personal favorite of like you know all time in general ever. Okay. But on Super Smash Bros, I typically play Link. But I really like Pikachu. I really like Kirby, and I really like Ness. I was just gonna like, say Ness. Ness is was, the shit. Ness if was you, the hardest one to get down. If you could get him down, you win all the time. Oh yeah, for sure. That but bat. It, it's so hard. It's it really is hard, yeah. and especially with him doing the whole electricity jumping oh, over the fucking place thing. Like, we were like, oh god, <laughs> that shit was so annoying. But what like the people who did play Ness and actually had it down. One all the time. Oh, yeah. So. For sure. All right, cool. Yeah. Number three, Super Smash Brothers. I'm nice. glad you did it because so I didn't put it. So You guys have to come to DreamHack when DreamHack comes to Denver next October. What's DreamHack? It's, it's, it's one of the largest video gaming conventions in the world. Okay. It's never been in the United States before except last year when it was in Austin, and I drove all the way there to go there. Okay. This year nice. it's coming back to the U.S. three times, and one of the locations is Denver. What? Yeah. So... Then okay. they have a Smash tournament. What? And okay. it is fucking insane. I see. I feel when like you we see people enter that, that. They can't. I mean, you could enter for fun. The people that are going to win it are. Oh, yeah. You know, We're probably sure. not going to win. The people that win it. I mean, like, you'll see them. They Not only can they not fall off the edge, they're, like, fucking with people on the edge to, like, keep just dropping off and everything. And then people come by. And it's just. It's, oh, a, it's God. awesome. It's yeah. awesome. So, yeah, you guys will have to come. Uh, That'll be way fun. I don't think there's any way video fun. game that I can compete with, like, fucking world champions. Mario <laughs> That's Kart. For sure. no, but, but. Mario Kart, I could probably, like, hold a candle. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Nate's number three. Cool. Okay. So, I mentioned how Dragon Warrior kind of, or Dragon Quest, as it should properly be called, kind of established. Final uh, uh, RPG tropes, uh -huh. if you will, and I almost just let the other title slip. Yes. Uh, Final Fantasy, yes, yeah. obviously. Okay. Which yeah. I'm, I'm right. honestly, I had a really hard time not putting on my list. Yeah. But Final Fantasy is the shit. Yeah, Was and it's it it's so tempting to just say, oh, the whole series, because right, right it's, it's so gold, for sure, huge, and it's so awesome, and it's it's all amazing. But yeah, the original, because I'll never forget seeing my friend playing it and and thinking like, really cool. Uh, but I didn't really get to see it much. I just saw him playing it and kind of didn't get to see it again. And then I saw it again the next week and he was playing it, but he had like different characters. And okay. I was like, what do you, what's going on? And he's like, well, I started over. I'm like, what do you mean? And then, you know, he kind of explained to me that you get to pick your characters to again. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I see him the next day and he's playing with the same characters again, but he's using like different spells. I'm like, what's going on? And, oh, well, I'm getting different spells for my mage and stuff as I level up. Mm -hmm. and I had no idea what all that shit was really in that sense. And yeah. so, oh, man, oh. just so much fun exploring the world and going around and getting all the scrolls and leveling your characters up. And 
well, there's not much story there and there's too much grinding, but it's yeah. so much fun. Well, I never they were played only Nintendo Fantasy. for a very brief period. Mm-hmm. Um, first three, I believe, on NES, right? Yeah. For, well, technically well, the first you know, six. 10,000 oh, of them. Because there were three that weren't released in the that's Honestly, true. Final Fantasy VI was one of my favorites with yeah. like Cloud and shit. And that's... That was a really good game. Well, Cloud was seven. Oh, was that seven? Yeah. yeah. That was the PlayStation I one. thought yeah. Cloud was introduced in six. Was that Sephiroth who was in six? Possibly. I don't know shit about but, Final Fantasy. But anyways, <laughs> Final Fantasy, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, great game. Great cool. series. Yeah. 15 comes Real out Real quick, what did you think year. about Tactics? Uh, Tactics about? Is, is my favorite. Was it good? Oh, okay, cool. Have you no, not played it? I haven't, no. Oh. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Uh, you sh- Tactics. Which is so interesting. Tactics I think is not like a proper them. Final Fantasy game, but it is a great game. It was for DS. You probably stuff, hate right? like 10. I mean, everybody, every I didn't dude like hates I, I think Well, I really obviously, I like 10 because I'm a girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really think I'm going to buy the new one that's coming out. Oh, yeah. I really want to just, I want to play it. Final I think Final that's going to be a bit of a shit. departure. And you, would, you would really like it because Final Fantasy is the same sort of gameplay as your Star Wars game. <laughs> exactly. I think you definitely thing. like tactics. Tactics yeah. makes you sit there and think, and when you do pull yeah. off some good shit, you feel and like I, a genius. I love RPG games. Yeah, Paper Mario, so. all that shit. Exactly. Mario RPG, I like those. So, yeah, and you would not have those games if it wasn't for Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Final Fantasy definitely paved the road for the all idea sorts of having of, yeah. your characters on one side of the screen and their characters on the other, and you fighting and inputting. Yeah. Moves. Let me sidebar for a second here, mm-hmm. but did you ever play the Dot Hack games? No. No, have you ever heard of them? No. It's it was actually based off of a fucking Japanese anime, okay. but these games were so good, and I have what like system? yet um it was PlayStation. Okay. I think PlayStation Two is what I had like when I was playing them, but um I have yet to find somebody who's actually played these games before, and I've played all four. Like they huh. were really fucking cool. I've never played those anyway, before. though, totally never sidebar. Heard of them. <laughs> all right, nice. Okay. All right, sweet. Number well, three, moving final on fantasy, to round out series. our final three yeah. here. So my number three is a game called Glover. Glover's Never played Glover. You, no. I've seen the box. Glover's I've seen the fun. art. I'm like, what yeah. the hell is with like it's the, <laughs> it's the glove from the um like the the hamburger helper. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 yeah well, isn't it, isn't it the same glove too from um? It's from Smash Bros. It's Smash Bros. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Little, it's the yeah. boss glove. Okay. And the other boss. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So so what do you what do you do so in Glover? Basically, Glover Glover was. I had it was the same sort of thing as Metal Gear Solid, where I had the game but I didn't have the system because I got the game from my dad's Christmas Super Nintendo game, right? It was a '64 game. Oh, okay. And I got I got the game, the cartridge, when I for my dad's Christmas because I had two Christmases growing up, and uh, that and my mom had gotten me the '64, but it took her like weeks afterwards to send it to me. Yeah. And so I was just waiting, just holding this box, just so excited, like. <laughs> And I, when I first opened it, I was like, what the fuck is this, Glover? I don't even know what this is. But then by the time the 64 got there, I was so stoked just you, to the, You play. built up Glover <laughs> in your <laughs> mind. See what it's like, yeah. To be the greatest game like, ever. I, re- I looked I at worship the box manual. art. Yeah, I, re- I read the instruction manual up I and memorized down. memorized the like, anti-seizure warning. It was crazy, but basically you're just this hand. You're the, you're the Super Smash Brothers boss hand, Glove. Mm-hmm. And you push a ball around these different levels. And okay. you have to take them to their hoop. So is it anything like Super Monkey Ball? No, not really. No, there, it's like it's like Super Mario. If Mario had a big kickball that he had to kick around and put into a hoop. Oh, okay. So like, and and you could turn good the good analogy. Yeah, you could turn the balls into like different. You could turn them into like a bowling ball or like a little marble or, mm. and you, you know you could slap it to make it go farther. And then also you would use this ball to like do switches, like to to turn a switch on or like. 
whatever it was. And the game was really hard. I did 100% this game. Yeah. Fucking beat the shit out of it. And it was, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I was so unhappy about it at first because I was like, I want Ocarina of Time. But it was the more expensive game, obviously. So, like, mm-hmm. I got Glover and I ended up loving it. And it's still one of my top, obviously, top 10 favorite games because of the amount of time I spent on it. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. All right, my number three is Glover. Kylie, we're on to number two. Um, my number two is Mario Kart. Okay. And that was the one I was talking about previously when yeah. I couldn't talk about yet. But um, I'm very ashamed. I fucking kick everybody's ass. I'm just gonna mute myself. <laughs> like it is a thing. <laughs> I can you not? Can you not hang with her in Mario I Kart? <laughs> I, I I feel like I can't. I <laughs> okay. I can toot my part own of me horn wants on to this be like, one. Yes, I could. <laughs> I can toot my own horn on this one because this is one of the only games that I have literally beat everybody I've ever played. I don't understand it. When it came to, (laughs) like, like, we were both, like, when we first met, talking shit like no other about how we were going to kick each other's asses. Uh I ended up winning, which is, like, really a big deal because Josh is really good at all things that he does. But um, I I do have a particular (laughs) friend that I'm thinking of right now, and I love you, Corey, very much. But one time... (laughs) He came over and we were playing with a bunch of other friends or whatever, like one of those kind of games. We were, we would play Don't Drink and Drive. Have you ever played that? No. Where you you have one one beer and you know in um Mario Kart in sixty four you have the four different levels or whatever. Um, sometimes we'd either play the version that you had to finish your beer within those four levels, or you'd play the first three and on the last level you had to chug your entire beer, but you could not be driving while you drank it. Oh, so you had to stop and so pull you had over to stop so you had to drink and like keep driving chug yeah. and like you know what I mean. So That's it was a lot hilarious. of fun, but th- that is one of the games I've always you know I've kicked everybody's asses at, and I've had a dude in particular that was really good at video games, and that's why he came over. We would play with a bunch of different dudes, you know, and like he left my house because I kicked his ass so bad, so <laughs> many times he fucking left. So, but Mario Kart, I probably played it's, that more than... Are you talking more Mario Kart 64? 64, yes. Okay. Yeah. And like all an, Mario Kart games Mario are Kart great. Wii, but no, because we've played that game before, and I think that we are pretty, like, neck and neck on we'll that. We'll see, and if you, if you do love Mario Kart as much as you do, obviously, that is one reason to own a Wii U. Yes, and is I it, could actually, I could let you borrow, so much ma- borrow it. Isn't that the best Mario Kart like ever? It's pretty damn good. I still think sixty four is better. That yeah. could be some nostalgia. Well, it, yeah, I think course. it's the nostalgia no for sure. No version of Rainbow Road is ever as good as totally. sixty four. Sure, but sure. that game, on, the game on the Wii, is great. And I remember, like, because I was talking so much shit. I think when I was like, when we played, and I was like relatively sober <laughs> i ended up kicking ass but yeah, then i ended up getting drunk. drunker and drunker and then josh kicked my ass but uh, you know what so out I of all the video games drunk. in the entire world that is the one game i have on josh <laughs> nice <One>. i love <laughs> it so For therefore now. my number two i love it <laughs> that's training. a very good reason <laughs> all those nights that i stay up till five in the morning that's me training in <laughs> <I'm> training <laughs> that's a very good reason all right, Nate, what's nice. your number two? Sorry, right. Kylie's number two, once again, was Mario Kart 64. Correct. <clears throat> All right, so, um, and this is where I kind of cheated because I could <laughs> not pick between these two games, so I picked them both. Okay. But they run on the same engine. They're from their same company, released for the same console, and released kind of around the same time. Okay. Uh, so that would be a tie between Banjo-Kazooie and Conker's Bad Fur Day. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Those uh-huh. two games, both by Rare, both for the 64, both really showed that third-person adventure games could be more than just Mario 64, which, again, is my favorite game. But 
is not doesn't have any story doesn't have much flesh right. to it right it's very much just a perfect skeleton sure. there was a lot of meat to uh those games and i don't ever know if i've laughed so hard in my goddamn life uh-huh. as i do when i play those games i mean it's and it's not just toilet humor either it's the, the wit and the um the movie references and oh, yeah, just they, they had some, uh, some really good um uh, wasn't it like some Pulp Fiction references oh and shit? Oh my god! Yeah. And Saving Private Ryan, and yeah, I mean, even he, just the oh, yeah, the yeah, um, Kazooie, right. the voice that they have for him, the fact that it's just that like chicken weird like gobbly sound that some person's obviously oh making and not really an animal. <laughs> and of course, like, this. Uh, yeah. This was by far the best I song. I am. The great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. Right. A huge supply of fish come from my chocolate starfish. Which, if you don't know what we're looking at, we are looking at the yes, great that, mighty Pooh. That was that was one Did of the bosses. Did you say Pooh like P-O-U-L-E? Poo. Okay. Like from from sorry from uh, Conquers Bad Fur Day. It was one of the bosses. And uh, yeah, and so <laughs> the thing is, is you wouldn't have Conquers without. Uh, banjo kazooie right and you wouldn't really have a lot of adult stuff in video games as widespread i don't think if that's true hadn't come out and really shown that hey you can be kind of obscene in video games and get older yeah so man and um, he would jump on the tits of the fucking daisy (laughs) i mean just exactly so that's why i had to kind of mention those two games together hell yeah all right number two conquers bad fur day banjo kazooie all right my number two is Mega Man 3. Very nice. For the NES. Okay. Is that the first one where you could slide? Or the first um, one where you could charge up your buster? It was one of those two. I think it was the first one where you could charge up your buster. Yeah. Great um, game. Because you still had the rush thing, like the rush trampoline and the mm-hmm. jet and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Your dog turned in all that stuff. <clears throat> but that was the one that I loved the most because it was it went along with the TV show. The cartoon. I never saw the TV show. It had fucking Dr. Wily in it and Cut Man and, huh. and like the Rock Man and like all of those characters from Mega Man 3 were in that show. And I love okay. that show so fucking much. And that was definitely a game that, I mean, if anyone's ever played a Mega Man game, you know that it's one of the hardest fucking games. Any of them. Any yeah. of them. I mean, even Mega Man 64, which I almost put that on here because I played the shit out of that one too. Um, you guys ever play Mega Man 64 on Nintendo 64? I did, yeah. I it never was, did. It was the 3D version of Mega Man. Okay, And no. it didn't, he didn't have a helmet for like the first half of the game. Mega Man is always great. But yeah, I mean, the, that Mega Man 3, and honestly, I had it for, I rented it a lot for NES from Showtime. All of these games that I rented was always from Showtime. Um, but then when I got my Game Boy, I got Mega Man 3 for the Game Boy, which was the same, same game. Right. Um, a couple, I think there were a couple added things. I don't. I think the energy tanks were added or something like that. But, um, but yeah, 100% of that one. And, God, if did you ever play any Mega Man game, like the original Mega 1 through 6? Yeah, I used to play 4 was the one I played the most. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought 1 was impossible until somebody showed me that you beat the bosses in a certain order. Yes, yes. Which yes, is, yes. of course, the whole underlying principle of the Mega Man games. Yes. Mm-hmm. And but that's, as a that's five-year-old, you're not going to just know that. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, like, and on those last levels... Like the very last level when you're going to fight Dr. Wily, it's always 
there's three levels before it, and then you go through the level with Dr. Wily, and through those three levels, you face all the bosses again. You know, you go through whatever, all eight bosses. But if you die and you have a game over, you start at the beginning. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and it was always so frustrating because they give you a password after you die, and you'd be on, like, the third level, like, right before. You know, you just, you just fucking lost to the last boss or whatever, and it was the, ju- the level right before Dr. Wily, and, like, they give you a passcode, but that passcode just sent you back to the beginning anyway. Like, it never, <laughs> never continued. So it, the amount of times that I had to play through all those fucking levels just to beat that game. Yeah, it demanded perfection. Yeah, and it did, yeah. too, because they were so greedy about stuff in that game. Mega Man like, X was really the same way, too. Mega Man X started throwing everything at you towards oh the end there. Where it's like, so now beat every boss you beat in the game without on one life bar. Oh, so, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, and I mean, that game... You gotta love that about those games. It was, it was, it was a tough choice between Mega Man X and Mega Man 3. Yeah. Because I definitely... I still have a copy of Mega Man X, I think, on my yeah. Super Nintendo. Both, in my great. Mom's house, Both great games. But yeah, so it, it just took a lot, of, a lot of time to beat those. A lot of dedication, so... Hell yeah. All right, so now we are at the number one spot. I was going to bring up a, a noise for it, but I don't care that much. Number so. one. <laughs> number one. <laughs> all right, Kylie, what is your number one Nintendo game of all fucking time? Well, I'm sure you're going to make fun of me for it, but it's uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> and, I'm not uh, going to make fun of you for that. Not that's only, <laughs> I mean, okay, so everybody's like, oh, well, of course that's your first pick. Well, yeah, because it's a fucking classic and it's like the greatest game ever. Um, That's like 90% of people's picks well, of anyone that owned a 64. For a reason. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so great. Um, for me, though, in particular, the reason that it's my favorite is because not only was that the first game I ever beat 100%, but it is also the first, like, that is the g- game that happened in life that I actually bought a Nintendo 64, oh was to God. buy, the, you know, to play this game in particular. Um I really like, you know, at this point, you know, in my life, I've played it so many times that there are no secrets anymore in that game. Right. Um, Which I was really excited. Um, And I I haven't thought about this. Like, I just thought about this right now. But they just came out with that, like, revamped edition where there's a, it's the exact same game. But there's um, different dungeons and different grottos and stuff like that you've never seen before. Well, they they did that on the GameCube too. I, well, th- I think in it was a long time ago, it was and the I master honestly, quest. I it, it was the master quest, and I hadn't thought about it again until right just this okay. second. Okay. So we should probably do that. That's um, so hard <laughs> to find now because that was another one that came with. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it, it came was with not the Metal Gear that I got with my GameCube. It was the Zelda package because that came with. Um, the two, it was like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask mm-hmm. and then Wind Waker demo. Oh, bastard. Um, that was the one. Yeah, okay. Sorry. No, Sorry. it's Go okay. On. It's okay. Um, but no, I, I just, I love that game. Like For sure. To no end. I think that is my favorite game, like, inarguably. I still have friends that call me and go hey man i'm on the water temple well and where do i go earlier in the podcast <laughs> i was talking about the little the little kid the little fifth grader yeah. who had 3ds ocarina of time was exactly the same on 3ds than it, as it was oh, on yeah. nintendo 64 and so like i said quote unquote when he was like in trouble or shit because sure. he was the quote unquote fucking problem child <laughs> no he was just bored because he was a fifth like fifth grade year old boy like he did not Want to fucking play your stupid fifth grade fucking year old? games? I know, right? I whatever. love that. Fifth, fifth grade year old. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean, though. He no, was I just like it. probably you guys were when you were in fifth He's, grade. Did like, you did help you want to go to daycare? No, you wanted yeah. to play your fucking video games. Mm-hmm. 
And so, so since that wasn't allowed, I would take him to the back room where he was being quote unquote punished. And we would, he would just be like, okay, what do I do here? And I'd be like, oh my God, like this is my fucking shit. Like, cool. be like, this is what you do in the water temple or any other fucking temple. It That's was the exact cool. same game. So Hell yeah. that game means more to me than literally anything else in life. Nice. And that well, kid went on to be student body president, <laughs> and he saved you know, spring. Break. I honestly wonder what happened to that kid. His little sister reminded me a lot of Segan and Dirk, honestly. Um, so Name I really jobs. wonder, like, oh, that's okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, none of those people ever listen to this podcast, and they're oh, they're my God. family. They're great people, and they oh, they are they're the like the reason that I love fucking video games. You no, know I what I mean? It. So. All right, so number one, Ocarina of Time. Someone had to say it. Yeah. It had to be someone's number one. No, All right. Nate? And I can remember mine when one? I started. I said I didn't put these necessarily in order. <laughs> Although, if I could only have one game for the Super Nintendo, I guess it'd be a decent choice. Uh, Secret of Mana. Okay. Yeah, so... That game is great, man. Right? I didn't yeah. even I think mean, about that just game. An awesome soundtrack, <laughs> a really fun combat system. One it's like real time. One of the best soundtracks of all time. I love it. I know, seriously, amazing. And the thing is, is that was actually... You know how like the like long-ass story of the PlayStation and how that came to be, and that was supposed to be an add-on for the Super Nintendo? Mm -hmm. Secret of Mana was actually being developed for the playstation that's for right. this the nintendo well, playstation, nintendo PlayStation. Gonna, yeah yeah and and that was two words though that's uh, that's what it was it was going to be the super nintendo playstation anyways right it was being developed for that so they did have to like cut back on the soundtrack i guess there were like 16 other songs they didn't Jeez. get to include which kind of sucks was it on the playstation but, version um i don't know i never played the playstation okay. version but I anyways long story short version, so. i just the game was so much fun. The combat was real time. And then what blew me away the first time is every RPG, whenever you would go over and your friend was playing it, you had to just sit there and watch them play. Oh, I just yeah. remember my friend tossing me a controller and all of a sudden I'm just controlling one of the what other characters and then you can swap and you can control whichever ones you want and just... That's Man, cool. what a fun game. It was like Sonic 2 when you could be Tails. Yeah, you're, but you're, you felt more useful. Yeah. You Your little brother was useful. like, I want to play. And you're like, all right, here. Fine. You be yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, just... And it was uh, accurate as fuck in my yeah. life. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> yeah, even just awesome. talking about it right there it makes me want to go play it again. Really. <laughs> right. So, uh, fuck yeah. awesome game. Cool. All right, Secret of Mana. Number one for Nate. Well, That's in no really particular order for you. Mine is in no particular order either. Remember that. Um, it's just the top ten list. But my number one, if you want to do it, is a little game called Spanky's Quest for Super Nintendo. You, I've never heard nope. of Spanky's Quest. Nobody has. Okay. You are. I just made it up. You got Rickrolled. <laughs> <No. laughs> <No. laughs> yeah, I just made it up. No, dude. You, God, and this is another game that me and my mom played all the time. I played it. She just watched because she. I'm pretty sure that she was just smoking a bunch of weed and she really enjoyed this Your game. Mom That's is exactly where I thought you were going with Josh. that story. And like it was, <laughs> you're basically a monkey, you and you blow uh, bubble gum balloons that that you like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the boxer right now, and this is not the less. I mean, this. Okay, continue. <laughs> So yeah, no, seriously, you're this monkey. You blow bubbles, and and you like you release this bubble, and and you hit it with your head. Like you jump up and you hit it with your head, and the more times you hit it with your head, the bigger it gets and the more it expands, and then eventually you can pop these balloons to turn into various uh, sports balls, 
So the first one is a baseball. I think I've seen you. I've watched I showed you play it, I showed this. You this. Yeah. yeah. So the first Kay. one's a baseball. The second one is like a volleyball. The third one's a soccer ball. The fourth one's a, I don't know, a something else. And then the last one's a basketball. And it like spreads out throughout the level. And and the enemies are fruit. Totally. And so you, you basically destroy fruit with... With balls. With balls. With sports <laughs> balls. Various balls. And wow. I was like... Wow, this looks weird. Yeah, I'm looking at this right now. This is strange looking. I was so it, it, it looks like a lot of fun for sure. That was one of the first games that I was obsessed about. Obsessed to the point where I lost my codes, my notebook code. And they the the system on this to like for your levels and stuff was a was a three number code. You know what I mean? Zero through nine, three different numbers. And so when I lost my book of codes, I sat there at that fucking number screen. And went through zero zero one zero zero two zero zero three zero zero four for a few days, and found the fu- the code that I had the w- the right one that was like with my level with what I had and everything like because I was so determined to beat this game because I loved it so oh, babe. much. It's determination. Oh man, you have no idea. <laughs> wow. And it was I mean you're, the bosses that you fought were like grapes, watermelons. Like giant watermelons, and you would like throw these basketballs at them to hurt them. <laughs> like, it was so much fun. I, <laughs> that was not. I was not expecting. <laughs> like I expected to maybe hear one or two games I'd never heard of before, but a, that I, is dude, a very could, strange game. I could go pick that game up right now and play it, and Fair play enough. it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Spanky's Quest. You know? Check it out if you ever get the if you ever get All the right. chance. Check way, it out. Way to hit us with something indie. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I, I like it. Um, cool. That's gonna that's gonna wrap up our um, top ten list of our Nintendo games. This is uh, quite the episode. I had a lot of fun with this episode. This mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. There was sure. a lot of stuff um, that I really enjoyed. So, yeah, we're gonna let's see. I think I don't have any more notes. Um, next week, I know I have Obtuse on the show. Uh, he's a old friend of mine the band is called obtuse and um i think it's just gonna be him so just ryan and kylie will be there of course oh um, uh the one who was an act not yeah he's okay. playing for us great um, yeah so he'll be there and then i have some other people lined up i'm still like doing some scheduling and stuff i got a friend from a vape shop that's gonna come down and do an interview talk what about um you know, the, the differences of, like, smoking and vaping and stuff like that. He works at the same place as Noelle that we were talking about earlier. Yes. Yes, Noelle was in episode two. She's um, awesome. She's yes. also going to be Very doing great. the Portland Very podcast. Great. Yes. <laughs> yes. If we can get that going, yes. That <laughs> Hopefully, be, yeah. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Noelle, if you're listening, please, let's do that. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys again for listening. If you have any questions or concerns or anything you'd just like to talk to me about, you can send me an email at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>